The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. You can paint this with purple. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Alrighty, hello and welcome to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio studios. You can check us out today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. We are your Military Bowl headquarters there at YouTube. Check out Pirate Radio TV. And we'll have uh, all of our Pirate Radio Live programs there for you. The Brian Bailey Show. And we'll have plenty of post-practice content to get to between now and December 27th. So make sure you're subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube for all of the latest if you check it out now we got videos up from the weekend as we were covering ecu football practice also uh holt nailers and and his decision to stay at east carolina we'll dive into that we'll actually hear from holton himself later on in the show because it is players lounge monday so we'll hear from tyler sneed dj ford rajay harris coming up that trio at four o'clock also in the four o'clock hour xavier smith and bruce bivens at five o'clock we'll hear from holton Naylor's and at around 5 30 cj johnson so we got the players coming by as they learn their opponent for the military bowl uh yesterday that being boston college we got Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt in the house, and joining me inside the Pirate Radio studios to kick things off, Jonathan Ellerby's here. Hey, John. Hey, did you forget who I was? <laughs> uh, I saw a tweet. Uh, Bigger name? No, no, not at all. It was some Stephen Igo guy. Uh, um, and I saw his name, then I looked at you and said, you're not him, you're Jonathan Ellerby. Thank you for uh, getting it right. Uh, welcome in. Uh, Monday, Victory Monday for you and your football team. Well, it's kind of old hat now. They've won four in a row. All they do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah. And uh, they won another one yesterday in Vegas. Hopefully we find time to talk about the hottest team in the NFC and the team that will face the Dallas Cowboys coming up this Sunday at beautiful FedEx Field. Awesome. Uh, BC. I don't like cocky clip. Well, too bad. BC and ECU. BC. When you hear BC, what do you think of, Ellerby? When I see, think of BC, I think of breakfast casserole. I think of the power of BC. The old BC powder jingle from TV years ago. Let me hear it again, see if it rings a bell. BC power, it's the powder, the power of BC. <laughs> that was the, the the long sing out really kind of resonated a little bit better than the than the original. What do you think? I have to say Shirley? that was pretty that impressive. Was I don't you. know what the hell you're talking about, but that was. You're good. probably too young. This is I don't know how far we got to go back for this one. But well, you uh, think that was like uh, in between the Braves and Mama's family? <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> and we'll be back with the bottom of the seventh right after this. <laughs> BC powder, it's a powder. All right, uh, BC. What do you think of Chandler? Uh, what BC. did you just think about? I just said the it was, Eagles. The band? Yes. How about you, Shirley? Uh, I thought the same thing you did. BC Powder. <laughs> wow. Know, BC Powder. Let, let's hear you sing it, Shirley. I cannot sing it. <laughs> Come on, Shirley. <laughs> no. Maybe if I was 20 years older. No, and it probably to... was in between Mama's Family and the Braves because, you know, when they were in the powder blue uniforms, they were awful and 
Well, if you were a Braves fan, you got a lot of headaches. Ellerby, you got Flutie Flakes, Doug Flutie. Yes. Uh, Matty I'm Ice. I'm thinking Luke Keekley. Yeah, Matty, I didn't think about Matty Ice there. Luke Keekley, Dominique Davis. Yeah, Domin- <laughs> I did see Dominique Davis's tweet, which was, uh, kind of, it did put one and two together. He quarterback from both schools so i got to reach out to dominique get him on the program but uh yeah obviously i think i think when you know the initial reaction is still that east carolina i'm excited that east carolina is in a bowl game and the goal is for east carolina to win the bowl game and i think the initial reaction is probably what most nc state and carolina fans and anybody else thinks of when boston college is on the schedule it's kind of like hmm Oh well, let's. Well, hopefully, it's a it's a win is is what most people think, and uh, well, that's that, probably what Boston College fans think about playing East Carolina. Do you think Boston College fans are even thinking about playing East Carolina? Well, yeah, it's kind of uh, either way. It's either apathy or I wish we were playing somebody else. Right. So anyway, uh, this is the I don't care bowl. Yes, it's a six and six team versus seven and five team, and a team that only won two ACC games. Wow. And so uh, they obviously won four of their non conference games. I didn't dive into the research of their schedule too much more, other than that. Uh, so I, I'm hoping, uh, and I do believe that Wake Forest kind of put the beat. And Wake Forest is a good football team i'm not comparing east carolina they, to wake forest yeah, they were they, top 10 they, they put a beat down on boston college recently too and so I'm, that's what i'm hoping for is uh, much of the same that uh, the pirates offense and uh, defense is rocking and rolling december 27th and uh an easy pirate victory so it makes it for a fun finale for the fifth quarter this year for you bc was 4-0 when they took on the clemson tigers and lost 19-13 to and that one, then they got whooped by State, Louisville, Syracuse. Long losing streak. The only two wins they had in conference play, Virginia Tech dominated them 17-3 to and beat Georgia Tech 41-30. to The only thing I knew about them, and because I saw a tweet this weekend, is the common opponent, LRB, between East Carolina and B.C., was the lowly Temple Owls. Boston College hammered Temple 28-3, to and uh, we had our way with Temple as well. Who were their other non-conference games? Uh, Colgate, UMass, and they beat Missouri. Oh, Missouri. That was a, their bowl team. Are they in a bowl? It, here's the one thing to remember about the SEC this year. Everybody but Vanderbilt is in a bowl in the SEC. Or all of them qualified. I don't know. I, I assume they all got in bowl well, didn't games. Didn't ESPN make up a new bowl game so teams could get it? So every six-win team got in a game? I oh, believe really? I read that. They added a bowl? Yeah, some bowl in Texas. I'll Google it up right now. That's impressive. So uh, I've been—I haven't had time all day. I've been to print a bowl schedule today. <laughs> well, I mean, Ellery, well, hey, yeah, Clip Rock, did you print me a copy? Uh, no, uh, but I, you can copy off this uh, because today, in fact, later this segment, we will begin our long journey, Ellery. Forty bowls in fourteen days begins in about 15 minutes does that mean i get the first pick of you the bahamas the, bowl yes sir you got the bahamas bowl i did see that was the first one yeah it's like coming up pretty fast too fast and furious uh let's see a one-time bowl game has been added uh <laughs> let's see is this the one yeah this is what i'm looking for um so it's some bowl game in texas i think they already found a sponsor and <laughs> and that's how like crooked all this is it's like bishop sycamore the uh the high school that just pops up out of nowhere it's all fake and phony and hollywood and I, I don't know i loved the tweet yesterday that i saw somewhere that said you know that uh you know the the college football committee can 
put together a playoff, all these bowl games, yet they can't work on conference, I mean, or, or playoff expansion because it's way too hard. They have to schedule games 10 years out. They, yeah. I mean, it's just the whole the craziness of college <clears throat> athletics is just bizarro. It's just the, the thing that happened with Oregon and Miami is is just adds to the the, the carousel madness of uh, of of everything, and it's just I I wonder if if Mario Cristobal is going to be the next Willie Taggart. He left Oregon after, and now he was there longer. Cristobal was at Oregon longer, but he left Oregon to go to Florida State, his dream job, and completely bombed. Is Miami fixable? Can Cristobal fix Miami? So I, that, I, there's going to be a lot of interesting of all these moves that have gone on of of how they pan out over the next year or two. Manny Diaz, I mean, is that karma for him? The way he ha- had a temple job for two weeks and left. Now that they've been leaving him out on a wire without a net these last couple of days, and then finally letting him go. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think in this business of the college athletic world that uh, some days you have a screwdriver in your hand. And uh, someday you're the screw. And that sounds like a Wes Hinesism. Is it? Get well soon, Wes. Uh, <laughs> some days you're the screwdriver. Yep. Some days you're the screw. Yep. And uh, Manny Diaz. I mean, he did that. He had a press conference three days later. Took the Miami job. So now he's unemployed. But he's getting a nice settlement to to not be the Miami coach. So, so, so this year they did. So they added a bowl game. It will allow. 84 teams that are bowl eligible to play in bowl games this season. Well, who got in the added bowl game? That's got to be like the ninth place ribbon, like the like, oh man, I really feel sorry for them. Like, uh, yeah, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Maybe is it is it it's not Frisco, I don't think. Oh, okay. So there's a Frisco Bowl and a Frisco Football Classic. And I want to say it's this one, North Texas and Miami, Ohio. Um, a game we could not live without. We will do 40 bowls in 14 days, which was originated because whatever year I started it, uh, we had 14 shows left before the Christmas break. So in 14 days, we would have to break down 40 bowls. The way it works out this time, LRB, 13 shows, 42 bowls, technically 42 bowls in 13 days. Clip, can you do it? Oh, well, it's not me. It's the great guests and people I have on the show can they do it i believe in them i say they can so i'll be the facilitator i'll be the stockton as long as you and the others are my malone mm, carl malone well y'all are more kevin malone than carl malone <laughs> but yes to that point well, all right i'll do my best Holt Naylor's is back Ellerby. yes fifth year I thought, I thought i thought it was a good decision um i like the decision uh i think you know his career's kind of been a little weird with how he came in and played he didn't play against North Carolina A&T, and we lost, and then he came in and played against North Carolina, kind of kick-started his career, and then COVID, and then uh, this year was his first full year, so he does have a fifth year, and uh, glad he can come back and be a Pirate. Hopefully, they can build upon this year. Uh, Kevin says, Holton, coming back for a fifth year. Gary and Larry are going to poop their pants. Morgan and Pirate Radio are pulling the strings at ECU for another year. I'm sorry, Larry and Gary. Yes. Um, we'll hear from you probably after a, a pirate loss if they lose next year or LRB. They could run the table, and I put it out this weekend. The path is clear for how a group of five team makes the playoffs. Yeah, it is clear now. All you got to do, Pirates need to go undefeated in 2022. Yes. And they won't be invited that year. But in 2023, they go undefeated again. You have to have a big time road win 
like Cincinnati had at Notre Dame. 2023, that'll be at the Big House, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go undefeated back-to-back years mixed in with a road Michigan win, and that will be enough to get them in as the four in the college football playoff. Will there be a pandemic next year? Because that's what happened with Cincinnati. They had a shortened 7-0, I think. You Do know. you think that would help? It would be less chances to lose a game. So are we pulling for a new variant? No, not at all. But <laughs> you asked me, I'm throwing it back at you. So the path to the playoff for the Pirates is in 2023, not in 2022. Sure, you can't do it in 22. Does Holt Nailers get a six year? I think there could probably be a way we could work that out. Could he get some sort of crazy red shirt next year and then come and play in 2023? Some kind of medical COVID hardship red shirt. I hadn't checked on those strings if we've pulled that that strong enough to be able to make that happen there's one string in the your office we have not pulled yet i don't know what it says do not pull in yes emergency be careful that that (laughs) that that, that may be in a case of an emergency and i don't know if this is an emergency quite yet but congratulations to cincinnati i'm happy for them um i mean you can say you know i mean all the right things happen there was some chaos that uh a little bit nothing too crazy i was kind of hoping iowa would beat michigan to kind of see what kind of drama there was but the drama was actually baylor beating oklahoma state eliminating that argument did you see the end of that game yeah it was crazy every time that play happens and that running back has the ball and there's that much room like i immediately said oh that's a touchdown easy he's Mm -hmm. getting there and somehow some way either the speed of the db or the i don't know I, i could not believe he came up short looking at it at hindsight the running back probably should have and you'll hear rajay talk about this put the the foot in the ground go upfield try to run through the defender yeah uh but man uh great closing speed by that db from baylor they get the win and uh that was uh very dramatic and that made cincinnati feel a lot better they still had to go out and win obviously but that took away that domino because man you knew if oklahoma state wins that game is cincinnati in the playoff I, I don't think so. I don't either. I don't either. I don't I mean, believe. Kind of, I, I think that that is the talk all day Saturday, Saturday night. Because you had Bama Sunday. winning too, which put them in, and Georgia's in. Yes. So if Bama would have lost, there still would have been some talk, but you could have found a way to get Oklahoma State and Cincinnati both in. Because Oklahoma State would have had three top 15 wins yeah. or something like that. So, uh, yeah, it, it would have gotten very, very interesting and uh, it didn't. Cincinnati punched their ticket, and now they get the they get to face Alabama. You know, I mean, that's the team to beat. It's the Nick Saban Invitational, is what Jim Rome was calling it today. I mean, Nick Nick Saban, I, and this is the other things I'll be watching too with uh, Venables from Clemson going to Oklahoma to be their coach. Saban's been the only coach over the course of college football that's been able to replace his assistants and still keep the roll tide train just cranking and rolling you saw bobby bowden over the course of his tenure when his assistants started getting depleted florida state started getting depleted and uh, now Dabo has lost a coordinator to south florida and to oklahoma and uh, he had the highest paid assistant in college football in venables who's now the head coach at oklahoma and so can you know clemson you know nine and three not a, you know not great by their standards but you know where is clemson are they on are they going to be back in yeah, the Yeah, are they too? just like a um, 
I don't know. What team does the best ACC? What bowl does the? Well, I guess they go to one of the New Year's Six. Like, are they Pitt just like that. a a New Year's Six team, or are they actually a playoff team next year? Well, this? I mean, in the ACC, you almost have to go be eleven and one, twelve and zero to, yeah. to to punch your ticket. To I mean, with Clemson, like maybe if Clemson would have lost just to Georgia and ran the table, then we might be talking. We might be having a different conversation about where they were ranked this year too. If Clemson was, you know, the last, you know. Clemson. One loss, Clemson versus undefeated Cincinnati. Right. I mean, that, so I'm just saying. My question is, can can Dabo get Clemson back to playoff Clemson that they've had, or is their run coming to an end now that we've seen that you know some coaching changes? And I mean, it's hard to replace assistants. So uh, I think that's the thing that's the most impressive about what Alabama has done. And then, with the exception of really losing to Jimbo Fisher this year, I mean, he hadn't had any of his former assistants beat him. I mean, he's just—it's just a machine. It seems like too. I was thinking about Belichick while you were talking there. The the Belichick coaching tree and the Saban coaching tree in college have they? And yeah, Kirby Smart. I guess it's more Belichick. They, 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 I guess some of Saban's guys have had success. Yes, like Belichick's guys have not had any success at all when they go away and, and become their own head coach. Yeah, they haven't. Ha- I mean, Saban's guys have had success on their – just not to – Against him. Not, yeah, not national championship success because Alabama's been so daggone good. Yeah. You know, but uh, the, the Belichick guys have failed miserably in the NFL with the exception of maybe Vrabel at Tennessee. And, yeah. I mean, he's probably the most successful Belichick guy. And now uh, Brian Flores, which the Dolphins have made a resurrection this year, has looked dead at potentially the next one. But, yeah, those guys, uh, I mean, you think about Mangenius and Cronell and, I guess, what, Weiss and all those guys kind of flamed out. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, it, over the world of college football, it'll be – and now, you know, Lincoln Riley to USC, Oregon losing their coach with all the money and Nike and, and resources in the world to Miami. I just – you just wonder the expectations and where – how it's all going to play off – play out but i mean the, the path for maybe cincinnati or someone else again next year to to go undefeated you know if, if the, the pac-12 and the acc to me i mean unless clemson catches fire and i didn't i mean who in the pac-12 is a threat to make the playoffs next year yeah i mean oregon was there kind of until the last few weeks which i didn't think they should be anyway but they had beaten ohio state so they were propped up but in the Big Twelve, I mean, if they, I mean, if they have a team with two losses again, they're not going to be in. So, I mean, the path to getting there, what Cincinnati did, if they go undefeated, and you'd have to look at the American schedule of who who has the toughest non-conference schedule. So, uh, I, I think the head-to-head that because Cincinnati's win was over Notre Dame. If Cincinnati's win was over someone else, then Notre Dame sitting there right behind him yeah. would have been uh, t- too tough to pass up for the committee, I think. Does Cincinnati have a chance to make it next year, Ellerby, with the non-conference schedule? Kennesaw State, Miami of Ohio, Indiana at home, and at Arkansas. No. Isn't that a shame? All right, we can go ahead and cross them off for next year. Because are they going to... So if they win the national championship this year, so they're going to lose Desmond Ritter, and I don't know what else. But what what do you think? Let's play. What are they ranked? They're going to lose to East Carolina next year. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> let's play preseason. Though. Okay. Pre-season. What, are, what are they ranked preseason next if year? If they win the national title, let's play. If they let's play. If they lose to Alabama by 17, 21. They're still top. Will they put them in the top ten? Maybe eight or nine. Uh, but they're losing their quarterbacks. So right, that, they're that, losing Ritter. That, that's always a. I mean, that's that's puts them at least maybe twenty. Twenty. 
I don't know what else they have coming back. Let's go 12 I mean, to 15. I wonder how many starters they're losing. They'll, 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 they'll throw them a bone. If they're losing eight starters, four, well, four on each side of the ball, one of them being the quarterback. Number 12. 12 to 15? Yeah. Okay. And now if they win, you'll bump them up to the top. T- I mean, you're way back there at 20. You're going to bump them in the top 10 or 15, or does it not matter to you because they're losing Ritter and other guys? My point is they're going to have to start that climb almost all back over again with this non-conference schedule. And maybe Houston will be good and be ranked and SMU fringe. East Carolina, if they get off to a good start next year, could you could see them receiving votes and things like that. I don't know how long it would take ECU to creep up into the top 25. But Cincinnati, this is like their, their only shot because we're sitting here looking at the schedule next year. I don't think they would let them in if they run the table next year. Does Cincinnati beat Alabama? Nah. Okay, then it's kind of so we're not talking about them winning the national title anyway. Nah, but it's not about it, and it doesn't matter if they get beat fifty-two to nothing. It's not about what happens when you get there. Like for my complaint about how it is, it's about do you have a shot to even be invited? Do you have a chance to get there? Because right now, before this group of five coaches hadn't been able to look their players in the eye and say you have a chance to win a national championship this year well cincinnati showed that you can do it and they got there and if they get blown out it doesn't matter it doesn't mean that a group of five schools should not be invited moving forward it'd be nice if they put up a fight or won a game but if they don't then that doesn't mean that moving forward we can't see another one of these teams in there let's talk about clip sportsbook the spread in the military bowl is going to be well, I already saw. I oh, you believe, did. Um, the spread is out. I saw somebody tweet about it that ECU. Well, you guess since I know. Uh, Pirates minus four. Uh, no, you're uh, about a touchdown off. BC minus three and a half. Are you serious, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> that there's an RV. <laughs> Uh, BC's favorite over the Pirates? You don't know anything about BC. I do, too. They have a great powder. (laughs) (laughs) It's a powder, a powder. Yeah, BC minus three and a half, Ellery. Man, that's rat poison. (laughs) For them. (laughs) For ECU. Like, like disrespect. Oh, it's good rat poison for us. Right, yeah, yummy rat poison. We learned about the difference between bad and good rat poison over the weekend from Nick Saban. That is a total disrespect for ECU. I just love how shocked you are, and you haven't watched one BC game in 100 years. Did you have them as favored in your mind before you knew? Nah, I mean, I would have started at a pick or something, and and BC would probably get the edge because they're an ACC team. I mean, I can't say I'm floored, but I I just think uh, if uh, I was a betting person, I I would jump on the Pirates plus the three and a half. All right, Ellerby's in. Uh, That is not your game today, Ellerby. Mm, Uh, Who's going to be the lucky person to get the military ball? I don't know. We shall see. But uh, Shirley Rhodes, I think it's time to crank it up. I don't know if we've done this in the last couple of years. It kind of lost some steam with COVID and with East Carolina not being in a bowl game ever. (laughs) So, but now we're back and now it's back 40 bowls in 14 days brought to you by BC powder due to being on YouTube and Facebook and all that. We could not use the original song that included what's that band called? Shirley cold hunting. I'm waiting. CJ, do you know it? 
what is that band called anyway we could not use I'd, the, I'd have to hear the song again we could not use that real song so we had to come up with a different one but i'll i think i like this one just as much so let's hit the intro 40 bowls in 14 days shirley Rhodes. 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days oh my goodness 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days rock 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days Charlie the uh, band I was trying to think of was, was jet jet do you remember the band jet i, I do remember jet um green <laughs> green there chandler j-e-t no s j-e-t jet yeah anyway was it are you gonna go my way uh, are you gonna be my girl are you gonna be my was girl a jet song are you gonna go my way as a lenny that's kravitz, kravitz. Song. uh yeah, that song is 40 bowls in 14 days thanks to ah. chandler cj glenn uh for helping out with that with the backing track and here's how we do it, LRB. I give you a bowl game. I give you very few details on that game. Uh, I was going to ask if I got the spread. Mm, I can do that for you. I'm not, I'm, I, I think I think you should provide the spread and the records for the teams. I got the records, and I will give the spreads as well. All right, we're going to kick it off at Thomas A. Robinson, Tommy Robb National Stadium in Nassau, Bahamas. This is a nooner. On December 17th, that would be a Friday at noon. They are going to play the Bahamas Bowl, LRB. And this will be Middle versus Toledo. Middle Tennessee, 6-6, six and six, taking on 7-5 and five Rockets of Toledo. Toledo is a 10-point favorite in this mm. game. A ten. Point I feel like favorite. I've given you too much. I, I don't even like giving the spread now. And now I, I'm not picking against the spread. I'm picking for a uh, just a winner. They're just going straight up, straight winner. You know what? My heart really wants me to say Holy Toledo, but I'm gonna say Rick Stockstill and uh, the Blue Raiders. Is he still there? Yes, unless he got fired in the last week. Okay. But uh, he Rick Stockstill is still the coach of the Blue Raiders, and I'm saying Middle Tennessee State is mad that they got snubbed by the Mac not taking them in Western Kentucky and they're still stuck in Conference USA mm. and that they win the Bahamas Bowl and cover the spread. Wow. So All they, right. they win and will obviously cover the spread too. So Ellerby's already thrown out two best bets for bowl season. ECU plus the points and Middle Tennessee plus the points. It's a dog day Monday. <laughs> All right. Ellerby is in with Middle Tennessee. The Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders. Good stuff, Ellerby. All right. Uh, your pick is in. We'll reconvene with you next Monday. Next Monday and the following Monday. So you're going to have at least, uh, you probably have three picks in this thing. Man. By the time we're sitting I hope up. some of your guests don't show up. Maybe I'll get more. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that, Ellerby. Thanks for hanging out. See you next week. And we'll uh, talk to you next Monday. All right. Sounds good. 
good. See you guys. Coming up next, Double B, Brian Bailey will join us on the Fixed NC Live Line. Well, Washington and Dallas playing a big one this coming Sunday. We'll talk about that. We'll talk Pirates. We will talk high school football as J.H. Rose is in the state championship. All that and more on the way when we talk to Double B, Brian Bailey. We're back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this. Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the uh, difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer working the video with us. What happened to Chandler? Oh, there's Chandler. Oh, he's been in a fight. Everything going all right, Chandler? You good? (laughs) He got fired up for 40 bowls in 14 days. We'll uh, bring that back later on in this show. And in a moment, we will talk to Double B, Brian Bailey. Had a great edition of the Brian Bailey Show earlier today with uh, Jake Kirkendall and Jason Nichols from ECU Athletics. Also talked to Will Bland, who will be joining us Wednesday at 3 because the Rampants of J.H. Rose are headed to the state championship. And as Will said when I talked to him early uh, earlier today on the phone, he said, you're going to have to say, go Rose one more time. I guess I got one more in me for this Wednesday. So we'll uh, we'll talk to him. You heard from him earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. And Double B joins us now. BB, how you doing, man? Not bad, not bad. Not a victory Monday, but it's pretty close when you go into a bowl game. Well, it is for me. Oh, it is for you, isn't it? <laughs> Got a big game Sunday all of a sudden. Uh, what, what game is that? Uh, you know what? Uh, okay. All right. So uh, you th- so this game's not important. You know what, Bailey? It's funny. Your uh, your Cowboy cohort, Tyler Sneed, was here earlier. We'll hear the Players' Lounge coming up at 4. And I said, big game coming up Sunday. And he said, well, it's a big game for one of the teams. <laughs> i'm sick of you cow folks but uh cowboys washington in dc slash landover maryland and dallas has a two-game lead in the division but washington's won four in a row they are six and six and look every the, the way the schedules are now the nfl puts them out you know washington's next slate of games is eagles twice cowboys twice giants in there so you got all these games against division opponents it, it's it's not locked up yet for dallas i do think from a talent standpoint it kind of is because dallas is better than all the teams in the east but washington playing for a wild card and still an outside shot at the east if they can get a win on sunday right, don't try to be nice you know what you're really thinking you hate those cowboys oh yeah hard yeah are you passionate? But uh, I do think – I mean, I, I think it's – it's obviously it's good for the division that people aren't saying it's the NFC lease now. Because really, if, if, if Washington takes care of business and the Cowboys can take care of business and 
and those two will be in the playoffs. And then I, that, that's good for the whole division. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Those games, you know, it's funny because when you play when Dallas is down or Washington is down, you know, it doesn't matter. When you lose that game, it just it just hurts for some reason. And then when you win that game, you feel better, even though, you know, last year Dallas lost both games and I felt terrible. And I, I but but any any win you feel good about, whether you're good or you're not good. So And get this folks. So uh I was asking Bailey where he wants to get together and watch the game and uh, I also heard news that there was no Brian Bailey show next Monday. Bailey saw this game on the schedule and saw how hot Washington was, and he's deciding to split town. I mean, I, I think that's insane, Bailey. I told Will Bland, I think I booked my trip when the Rampants were 0-3. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Bailey uh, will we'll not be here next week, but that is due uh, to something unrelated to this Washington-Dallas game. But that'll be fun. Great one uh, coming up tonight, Bailey, as uh, we got it right here on Pirate Radio Monday Night Football between the Patriots and the Bills. And right now the Patriots have a half-game lead over Buffalo in the East. Buffalo is going to be wild tonight with all those fans. So uh, it's going to be a fun one tonight uh, between those two. And, and, you know, this time of year, you you know, like Coach Houston was saying, they remember November. With NFL, they remember December. And I think that that's what you're seeing right now. As you said, all the key games are coming up. and this is a big one for Monday Night Football. And it's, it's fun when Monday Night Football has a big, big game. So that'll be good. Next week, we've we got the, the Washington-Dallas game. And, uh, you know, remember that uh, you were probably too young for the commercials, but the American Express commercials with Tom Landry and Joe Gibbs. And I just, you know, I've always loved that robbery since I've been a kid. So it's, it's That is pretty rare, too, Bailey, this late in the year to have both at least 500 or both playing for something. So, you know, we didn't have it last year because Dallas had all those injuries and they struggled, and, and on Thanksgiving it was Dallas, Washington, kind of lost some luster. But this year, teams are, are are playing good. That's a good thing. That's good for the NFL. It is good for the NFL. It's good for the NFL when when you got a game like tonight. It's good for the NFL when you got you know when your rivalries you know are both winners. You know when the two teams in the rivalry are both having winning seasons. That that means a lot to the league, and 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 this league is it's thriving. That's that's for sure. Everybody loves a little football. Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, Holden Aylers making his decision on Saturday. He will be back for another year at East Carolina. And with Mike Houston coming back, Holden Aylers coming back, you start to look at, at everything you got coming back for next year after a solid 7-5 and 2021. It, it's, uh, it's reason to be excited uh, if you're an ECU football fan at what's to come with this program. It really is. You know, you got the bowl game coming up, so we'll see how, how that goes. And that's a that's a very winnable game against Boston College. I mean, I haven't seen a, a point spread. I would think that East Carolina might be a couple points, you know, favorite in the game. Well, we just had that conversation. Ellery thought the same thing, and uh, both of you are incorrect. Boston College is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, well, I guess that's because of the ACC against the American. But, uh, you know, Boston College, they've lost six of the last eight. Isn't that right? They start – they started 4-0 uh, non-conference and then lost a close one to Clemson and kind of went on a free fall from there. So, I mean, they've had some injury problems, too. And, and so and a lot of these bowl games, I'm telling you, they come down to which team wants it more. A lot of these bowl games do. And you never know which team, you know, is going to be that team. You can look at it on paper all you want, but sometimes these teams come in and they kind of just look at it as, a, you know, it's just another game. And sometimes you can look at it, hey, this is like a championship for us, and they, they take it seriously. I, I got a feeling Mike Houston is going to have this bunch fired up and ready to go and it's been so long since we've been to a bowl game so i'm looking forward to it no doubt uh coming up on the 27th it'll be the military bowl east carolina 
and Boston College in Annapolis. Uh, Bailey, your second trip to Annapolis this year, and uh, looking forward to it. It sounds like uh, ticket sales have gone pretty good on the Pirates side. They were able to scoop some up before the uh, before BC knew they were going to be in that bowl. So that's a good thing. Yeah, and I tell you, it's a it's a weird bowl though because all the activities for the teams are going to be in DC, right. and then the actual bowl is in Annapolis. I think the team will come over, as uh, Jake said earlier today, the, the team will come over on that Sunday, and they'll do a picture, and they'll have a walkthrough at the stadium, and then they'll come over for the game, obviously, on uh, on Monday. But the team's going to bust up to Annapolis, which is uh, it's kind of a crazy <laughs> thing today, so that's a little different. I asked the players about that. They, uh, they were a little, you know, bus what bus so uh hopefully they'll find something to watch on netflix or something and, and they'll be all right are you busting with the boys bailey i don't think so i think what i'm gonna do is, is i've been trying to put that together today i think i'm gonna get up early that morning get on the road and drive it and try to get most of the drive out of the way you know, early and then get in there i'm not sure what time the team's leaving but i'll find that out and make sure i'm up there a couple hours before they get there and then we'll, we'll start our live coverage probably that wednesday and uh, I've never been away for Christmas, so I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of a little worried about if I'm going to make my if my Sandy's going to stay. I always like kind of hanging out with Santa Claus on Christmas Eve, so it'll be a little different. But I'm looking forward to it. Bailey, what's uh, I don't know? Didn't think about this one in uh, in your files. What's been well? The Hawaii Bowl is going to be your favorite bowl trip. How about what you got? Any bowl memories of fun things, activities you've done at, at bowl games in the past? Yeah, you know, it, it, every bowl is so different, and it kind of it, it kind of is, is different in itself with with what goes on. I mean, like the Liberty Bowls, the four of those that we went to, I mean, they were so much fun on Beale Street, and just Silky O'Sullivan and Silky took such good care of all the Pirate fans. I say he took care of them; he took all their money, <laughs> but he had a good you know good place, a good venue to go to, and you know just you know, going to those those deals. And back in those days. In order to go live, you had to have a satellite truck. So we would rent a truck, and we'd have you know we'd set up somewhere. We'd go to the you know to the restaurants there on, on Bill Street. We start you know twelve one o'clock in the afternoon working on scripts and working on editing and stuff like that, and watch games whatever bowl games were on TV. And then we we'd stay and we you know work on our stories for late. And then once we finished that, we'd stay out for a little while and hang out and do it all over again the next day. So those those bowl trips to uh, Memphis were a lot of fun. Hawaii was. I always tell people, if you're not going to play for the national championship, you might as well go to the <laughs> The thing treats you like kings. I mean, you know, luau every night and the sun and the, the surf, and it's just it's unbelievable. Yeah, Bailey's been rooting for around seven and five every year, getting that Hawaii Bowl slot again. And uh, almost happened this year, but. Marshall beat East Carolina that year and sent him to the Hawaii Bowl. Thank you, Marshall, right? Exactly. Thank you. We are Marshall. <laughs> Bailey, I was thinking about with, with J.H. Rose playing for a title. Uh, kind of similar to my Braves. They went on that run years and years ago where they had all these awesome teams and you almost knew they were going to be in the championship. Uh, this year with with Atlanta, with all the great Braves teams, for this team to win the World Series, it would not have been uh, the, the one I thought would get it done. How about with Rose? Like, I don't remember a lot of state championship talk with this J.H. Rose team. Obviously, after the, the 0-3 start, but even during the year when they turned it around, I didn't hear state championship attached to their name. So, how, you know, how surprising is this run that the Rampants have been on? Well, I, you know, I, I look at it, and they were 0-3, and then they kind of righted the ship a little bit. You thought, okay, they're okay now. And then they played Newburn. Well, you know, if Newburn beats them, it's one thing. But Newburn came to Greenville and just crushed them. And then you got to think, like, how are you going to get up from that? How do you bounce back from that? 
But uh, Will Bland and those guys were able to, and they played really good football in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, they're playing for a state championship. I don't know how good this Dudley team is. They're 14-1, and one, so that says one thing. But I, I think Rose, Rose is much better now than they were earlier in the year, obviously, because they played some good teams. Hunt was very good. Uh, Cleveland, was, I thought Cleveland would win the state championship. They were really good. Uh, so, you know, but they, Will Bland got them going, and, and he's such a nice guy and so easy to work with. I mean, and, and this, this Rose High Bunch, they got some, they've got some firepower now. Michael Allen can flat out book it. Clavon Brown is good on both sides of the football, so they've got some players. Brian Bailey joining us. It is a great time of year with all the football going on. Got some hoops going on as well. East Carolina, another win at home on Saturday. Bailey, the Pirates are perfect at home. Uh, Gardner Webb took care of them. Now got North Carolina A and T before they face uh, uh, an interesting one at a neutral site against Liberty. So the Pirates hoping to take care of business once again at home. And by the way, I noticed this, Bailey. East Carolina. I don't think I brought this up. Are they playing like a Coach K Duke schedule? They're not going to have a true road game until conference play, right? Yeah, I and mean, they they have a ten day break after the game uh, tomorrow night. They don't play again until the seventeenth. So, so East Carolina will not have a road game in twenty twenty one. They play, uh, of course, they got the conference home opener against Wichita State the 29th. and then their first road game of the season will be January first on the road at South Florida. So, yeah, a long break after. Uh, the a and t game and uh between the liberty game and that but man uh they uh a true home schedule and neutral side schedule for east carolina this non-conference yeah, it really has been and they, they're playing pretty well i mean you got to like the way they take care of their business they have a lot of confidence at home and, and the way they shot it the other night uh, you know it was it was incredible that what was that 11 for 15 not the last game of the game before that 11 for 15 in the three-point line in the first half. So, And look, J.J. Miles did not get into that fun at all, and uh, he was dealing with some injuries and things. He comes out, goes 5 of 9 from 3 against Gardner-Webb. And I mentioned this uh, last week. I believe we were talking to Cy or maybe Jeff Charles that it's different guys stepping up every game. And you had three players in double figures in the win over Gardner-Webb. So, uh, you know, not to get too excited but take care of business right bailey they've won every game that they've been favored in they've lost the two where they were underdogs to davidson and oklahoma so so far this year anyway they, they've won the games they're supposed to well i talked to tim Kraft, the head coach of gardner webb who was an assistant under jeff lebo at east carolina before the game and you know we shook hands and he said look i've looked at this team on tape and and you know they got a couple of guys that could come back from injuries but i don't really like joe's team i think they're going to be they're going to be all right this year. They're, they're pretty good. And so I, I took that and said, well, there you go. And, and he's kind of like the business against his Gardner Web team. So That they did. Brian Bailey's show coming up at 6 o'clock. If you missed it at noon, he talked to Jake Kirkendall. Uh, I saw a tweet from Jake uh, where he gave you a thank you for coming on the show. And he said, thank you for allowing me to talk meals and wheels. Is that the job of the director of football ops, Bailey, meals and wheels? I say, well, I'm telling you, man, he's the best I've ever seen at it. And I've seen some good ones through the years. But I'm telling you, when you go on a trip with those guys, he gives you that lanyard, and it's got your whole schedule for the next two days. It, he tells you when to eat, when to sleep, <laughs> what seat to sit in. And that's it, for you, uh, as somebody that doesn't like following directions, that's impressive. He can keep you under wraps, baby. <laughs> I know I I'll follow his directions, though. All right, good. Uh, Jason Nichols, Pirate Great, uh, also on the show, and Will Bland. Folks can check that out at 6 o'clock coming up today right here on Pirate Radio. Bailey, enjoyed it, man. Have a good one. We'll uh, talk to you soon.
Sounds good. Take care. There is Double B, Brian Bailey, joining us on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back, and wrap up hour number one. We were talking earlier about Cincinnati going to the playoff. Brad says if Cincinnati gets rolled by four touchdowns, they will not allow another group of five team in the playoffs again. Maybe, maybe not. But that happens every single year. A team gets absolutely blown out in the playoffs. They keep allowing these power five schools to get back in. We'll run over some of those blowout scores from yesteryear in the playoff when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back university pc care has been pirate nation's go-to it experts since 2006 and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs let university pc care take care of it so you can take care of business Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rod. All righty, a few minutes uh, to go here before we get to hour two and begin the Players' Lounge. Tyler Sneed, DJ Ford, Rajay Harris, that trio coming up at 4 o'clock. Xavier Smith, Bruce Bivens at around 425 at 5 o'clock. You'll hear from the Pirate quarterback, Holden Aylers, and at 530, C.J. Johnson, East Carolina wide receiver so got a lot of that still to come on today's show we got a treasure chest uh winner to announce later today we'll do it in hour three you will call 317-1250 and uh try to be our fourth winner of this year's treasure chest in fact shirley if you've got a moment we could uh run down the prizes unless you're doing other things no all right uh troy d will be here in hour three we'll let him handle the festivities today uh yeah but let's talk so the prizes that have been won so far carrie brown won a 100 gift card to tiebreakers uh bob morfitt got the 100 gift card to jersey mikes and patrick brown won the free year vip subscription to hoist the colors shirley let's run over uh everything else that is still on the list we'll alternate prizes and then on the last one we'll say it together sound good okay all right all right here we go you can get it started okay 12 large pizzas from Domino's of greenville pirate basket from ube takeout party for 10 from parker's barbecue <laughs> i left out the word gift in that one yeah uh 100 gift card from emporion 100 gift card from chico's lazy boy recliner from bostic sug furniture 100 gift card to ens hemp company 100 gift card to fresh vibes 100 gift card to fleet feet Ultimate party package from Sawyer's Fun Park. $200 gift card to Factory Mattress. $140 gift card to Revive Health and Wellness. Gift baskets to Naughty Dog Brewing Company. $100 in gift cards to Dab House, Christie's Pub, Sidebar, and Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. $100 gift card to Halo Home. $100 gift card to Bagel Man. $100 gift card to Purple Blossom. Bush, Bush Light Neon, neon Sign, Bud Light, Light Cooler, and Beach Chair, and, and two 15-packs of Bud Light from, from Carolina, Carolina Eagle, Eagle Distributing. Distributing. Thank you. 
I always feel like there should be a major applause after we do that. I know. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Thank I you, can, Chandler. I can do that. Like, like, there shouldn't be, but after we say that last word, I'm always like looking around for an applause. I have it right here. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll be giving away a prize coming up in hour three of today's show. Get your dialing finger ready. Trust me, there are folks who are already dialing in and getting their phones set up and ready to go. Big trust. All right. Yep. Um, CJ, welcome in, by the way. CJ's going to be helping us out doing some things. He is a uh, – you're an ECU grad? Correct. You are a Steelers fan? Correct. You're a big wrestling fan. You were on Pirate Radio Trivia. You beat the big dog. Yeah, keep that in there. I, I won. You won Pirate Radio Trivia. Important news. You have maybe won once at AJ's on Sports Trivia. Twice. Twice, all right. And uh, anything else we should know about you? Uh big fan of havelock football <laughs> that's right big havelock ram well you should be a big will bland guy because he played at havelock <laughs> back in the day before we went to ecu and took over as rose head coach so i guess we're all pulling for the rampant right there you go it's not fun to say but we are <laughs> all right well cj thank you uh for your duties and chandler's training him well he's going to be our utility man around here our um who's the guy Played for the Cubs and all the teams that played all the positions. I was thinking. Ian, I was thinking Ian more Howell, of a, I make that up? More of a slash from Guns and Roses. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that what and he could know? November rain. Uh, Cordell Stewart. Yes, thank you, Cordell Stewart. I yeah. was thinking it was Cordell Stewart, but I was like, didn't they call him Slash? I, I know I'm not dreaming that. All right, we're gonna call you Slash for that, but. It's really going to be for the guy in Guns N' Roses, so I'm going to need you to start coming in with a giant hat. If you you have to have a top hat, and yeah. like you have to, you can't slick your hair back. You got to leave it down. Yeah, so, in your face because it's got to be in your face, and so I you can't grow, be seen. I just grow it out. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when your uh, girlfriend and family ask what you're doing at Pirate Radio, say trying to look like Slash from Guns N' Roses. That's your major, your main job. That's an honor at this point. All right, thank you, CJ. And guitar playing is a plus yeah i mean look we're not gonna we're, make we're not gonna you... hold it against you but it would be a plus if you could learn the november rain solo by the end of the week <laughs> i'd appreciate that a lot give me by sunday <laughs> <laughs> all right um we were talking cincinnati earlier and brad and look brad you're probably right but this is very short-sighted short-sighted i should say not sided short my family oh short-sighted thinking Family. thank you brian kelly Family. that Sorry. the um the college football playoff committee has that if cincinnati gets blown out they should never allow a group of five team in again and i don't are. think it's that, that they should they probably won't and there's probably thinking that way and it's dumb it's very dumb like neanderthal thinking let's just take a look back at some college football playoff scores 2014-15 the thing got started oregon beat florida state 59 to 20 the next season clemson beat oklahoma by 20 alabama beat michigan state 38 to nothing the next season 24 to 7 clemson beat ohio state 31 to nothing the next season 24 to 6 bama beat clemson the next season 30 to 3 clemson over notre dame the next season 63 to 28 the next season 49 to 28 there have been games every year that have been absolute boring blowouts that have not included group of five teams 
So I don't think we should hold it against Cincinnati if they go out and Bama puts on a performance like they did against Georgia and beats the brakes off of them. But as you said, and as Brad said, and as others would probably agree, they are going to be held to a different standard as these other teams that have been blown out. As you just pointed out, and and how often in that list of blowouts that you have are the same teams in there over and over again? For example, you, you mentioned Oklahoma, you mentioned Clemson, you mentioned... I mean, it just seems like it's the same teams over and over and over again. There's no variety there. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, well, none of it makes sense to me, and I could care less for it. But uh, but you're right. It Cincinnati will be held to a different standard. And if they were to lose by a, a bigger margin or as big of a margin as the teams that you've listed, we won't sniff the, the playoffs again. Yeah. The Big 12 doesn't even have a playoff win correct um we may have asked a trivia question about that last week i don't remember so uh no the teams that have a playoff win are pac-12 oregon big 10 ohio state clemson bama georgia lsu and that is the entire list that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's the list and, and how long has it been what'd you say it's when you started been since 2014 15 2014 season. okay so you're looking in the last seven years we've had four five teams did i count that right lsu georgia and then clemson bama ohio state oregon so six teams yeah so six teams but basically it's the same set of of teams in the top four top five to get into two number fours have won and those are those pesky upstart underdogs alabama and ohio state those are the four seeds that have won lucky underdogs (laughs) that's right they're gritty they're gutty you got to watch out for them all right let's uh take a break we'll come back we'll open up the players lounge we'll talk to tyler sneed dj ford and rajay harris they dropped by the pirate radio studios earlier today you'll hear that interview as they find out who they're taking on in a bowl game we'll talk about the practices so far also with it being high school championship week Wanted to go back and relive some of their glory days, so I asked them their best high school football playoff moment. You'll hear that when we return on Pirate Radio Live Players Lounge, Monday edition. We're back with you after this. hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Players' Lounge Monday. We'll hear from Tyler Sneed, DJ Ford, Rajay Harris. In just a minute, uh, Shirley Rhodes here, intern Preslin. We got uh, CJ and Chandler hard at work. 
i do have a trivia question for cj and chandler uh you guys are avid football watchers and uh i just want to throw this one out there um who leads the nfc in rushing yards this season Hey, where are you going? Why did you have that reaction? I don't like cocky clip. Nobody's I, answering the question. We're putting the mic away. Why do I? You don't even know. You haven't even said the answer. Antonio Gibson. Good job, buddy. That's a great answer. That Golly is correct. Gee. Antonio Antonio Gibson leads the NFC in rushing yards. <laughs> what are you so upset about? It's a question. It's a, this is a sport show. It's a bad question. How is that a bad question? Nobody wants to answer it. There's a wide receiver playing running back that leads the NFC in rushing. I think that's pretty impressive. I don't like cocky clip. He has uh, 21 more yards than Najee Harris. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> All right, clip. <laughs> stats to consider. Thank you. Surely appreciate stats. And The last three times on this show that you go... Hey, I got a trivia question for you. <laughs> well, the stats, Best of course, uh, believe it's going to be about the Washington football team. Okay, so we call that a hint in the biz. It's called There's No Diversity on This Show. <laughs> <laughs> I pick up early. I, I tell you what, you're talking a whole lot for day one. Let's cut him off. I don't know what. Cut who off? I like him. Nah, I like him. Get him out of here, Shirley. Um, let's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to him like I did Chandler that day on the fifth quarter. You're a producer. Do <laughs> you don't even you don't even say words? Well, the stats, uh, of course, is a statistic you can look at. Thank you. And the uh, hottest team right now have not lost a game since October. The football team. Anyway, we'll move I'm on. Excited. Thank you, Shirley. Shirley, you're really feeding into this. <laughs> Chandler and CJ are trying to stop. Hey, it. look, my boys are on a winning streak too. Hey, let's talk winning. CJ, your guys won yesterday. I believe that's five weeks in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Chandler, your team did not lose yesterday. The Panthers were off, so that's good, too. Oh, they did fire their offensive coordinator. We should beat off. Thank you, Coach Ruff. (laughs) All right, let's go inside the players' lounge. Here from Pirate wide receiver Tyler Sneed, safety DJ Ford, and running back Rajay Harris. They uh, dropped by the Pirate Radio studios earlier today. Let's hear that right now. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock here with Tyler Sneed, DJ Ford, Rajay Harris. Gentlemen, welcome back. How are we doing today? Great. Pretty good. Pretty good. Good to hear. Good to hear. And, guys, we found out your opponent on Sunday, Boston College, will be the opponent in the Military Bowl on December 27th. So, you guys knew you were in. You just didn't know who you were going to play. So, let's get some reaction to to when you saw BC's name pop up. Tyler, what would you think? Excited. You know, I was just excited to finally find out who we were going to be matched up against. But, uh, you know, they're a good team, physical team. I got to see them play Temple um, earlier in the season on TV and in the film room. So, no, they look good. Um, I think it'll be a good matchup. We're excited for it. Yeah, Rajay, I guess Temple, the one common opponent between these two teams. What did you think when you saw BC's name pop up? Um, Very excited. You know, I thought it was going to be somebody else, but, um, you know, I'm just ready to play. You know, I'm ready to get out there with my brothers, you know, with the singers like DJ one more time and just, you know, have fun, bring back the W. Who were you thinking? VA, Virginia uh, Tech. Yeah, VT. I thought it was going to be Virginia Tech, but, you know, it is what it is. So DJ, uh, you knew you were going to get an old ACC foe, so yes, uh, have you competed against Boston College before? Um, I have not. I'm excited for the, the opportunity to compete against them for the first time, but similar to Rajay, uh, I was expecting some of those other teams, but 
doesn't really matter. You got to strap up, approach the game the same way, you know. And they're known as a physical team. So as a uh, defensive player, as a guy who's going to take a lot of hits, Rajay, kind of you like that matchup, I'm sure. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I see myself as an aggressive player. So I mean, um, bring it on. Bring it on. I like it. All right, it'll be yes, East sir. Carolina and BC going at it. Let's talk about what you guys are up to now as a team and individually. This is a little unique for you, DJ, being that you will not, you know, have eligibility to come back. So, That's what are, what are you doing right now as far as you know taking care of the the final school stuff you got to do, and also kind of looking to your next uh, path in life, your your next move with football. What's going on with you currently? Um, like you said, just trying to attack finals and and execute those first because you know if, if we don't pass those finals, we don't play. So <laughs> that's most important right now. And uh, I'm just focused on living in the moment. You know, what I'm saying enjoying the here and now, enjoying my final days here at ECU. So just trying to make the most of every day and enjoy it. Uh, Rajay and, and Tyler, you guys got the news that Holt Naylor's would be returning for another season did you guys know that before or was it really you know a decision he was kind of keeping within himself and his family or did he talk about it with you guys at all beforehand I mean I had asked him <laughs> I had asked him was he coming back and he told me uh he said he wasn't coming back but I kind of figured that he was playing with me kind of <laughs> smiling so you know I'm just very excited man that's the true leader right there in the backfield so you know just having him come back is going to be a special year next year yeah, no, that's huge for us. Uh, we had talked about it a couple times, and I think the big thing was he's going to talk with his family and, you know, meet with the coaches and stuff. But, no, really happy to have him back. I mean, it's a huge part of our offense, and like Rajay says, a great leader. So, no worries. Well, we're all excited. You guys finished tied for third in the American this year. and You start to look around. This is what we do more so than you guys. But, you know, Dylan Gabriel transferring from UCF. Sonny Dykes, the head coach at SMU, leaves uh, for another job, TCU. I mean, Cincinnati's going to be good next year. Uh, Houston should be good. But you guys will probably be picked third in the AAC preseason, going from kind of near the bottom all the way to third. So when you you guys have a game to focus on, but how much do you look at next year like, we did this this year, we got all this coming back, 2022 is going to be special. I mean, is that something that creeps into your mind right now? Mm, not yet. I wouldn't say it would right now. Okay. Just because, you know, where we at right now, we got a bowl game. You know, to think about, but you know, I have you know in the past just thought about you know next year and other years, but right now, just I'm locked in right now. Good, yeah. y'all aren't supposed to think about that stuff. <laughs> focused, yeah, focused. That's that's the way it should be. Uh, I got Tyler Sneed, Roger Harris, DJ Ford here in the Pirate Radio studio. So, uh, what's the uh, I guess you guys hit the practice field for the first time last Thursday. So, how much have you been on the field uh, since your last game against Cincinnati and now? How much practice time have you got in? We did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we got yesterday. Today we had a lift, and then I think we go the rest of the week, uh, maybe. The schedule's a little off because of the ball game, so, and exams, I guess. But, no, we'll be back out there tomorrow. What was it like practicing again without knowing who you're going to play? Is it like spring ball? or like, <laughs> was, Did it feel any different out there for you guys? Yeah, I would say it was uh, probably more similar to spring ball or like preseason camp or something like that because you're going against each other, like offense versus defense, and you're not working against a different opponent or their look or anything like that. So it was a little funky. Were you ready to go, Rajay, with all those days off? Uh, did you have to get your conditioning uh, right again? or How was nah, it out there for not you? Not really. Um, 
basically you just you know going against your defense so you know it's kind of like when we gonna know our opponent you know we need to learn our opponent but I mean it was it was all right you know and the starters didn't really I mean we worked but we didn't really work that much so well I've heard that the the bowl practices and DJ you've been through this before but it's really important for an important time for the younger guys to to get some action and practice and obviously you guys would get ready for Boston College now that you know the opponent but this is a really important time for the the younger guys in the program right yes sir so uh earlier in this process we'll for sure get those valuable reps to those younger guys those developing players that'll be back for the years to come but as we get closer to game time then we'll start to switch gears and focus more on boston college did you guys watch any of the the bowl shows or how much football first of all did you watch this weekend uh cincinnati actually going to the playoff that that and not that you guys didn't think you could before but this is the first time a group of five school has been to the playoffs so <laughs> if they can do it why not you guys right so how much uh, did exactly. you watch over the weekend football wise i watched that georgia and alabama yeah and i watched a little bit of Cincy, but uh that's that's really about it yeah really i watched that oklahoma state baylor one the end of that was, that was wild that was crazy that was, that that was, was crazy. crazy yeah <laughs> so i wanted oklahoma state to win too but did you see the last play, Rajay, where the uh, the, the running back was was, was running oh, to the, like, put the foot in the ground? And, yeah, 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 I seen that. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. So, first of all, when that the pitch is made and all that wide open space is out there, that running back scores like ninety nine out of hundred times. Yeah, yeah. But we were talking about this too, and it sounded like what you were getting at. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Should he have just kind of tried to run through the guy yeah, instead put your of foot in the ground? It's yeah. probably hard in the moment though. Like, right, exactly. Yeah, he cut and he's thinking, just beat him to the pylon, and then I guess the guy was faster than he thought. So. And DJ, you're pulling for the DB, I guess, on that play. That was a heck of a defensive play. Yeah, one on one like that. Great play, great play. Uh, a lot of football this weekend. Uh, Washington beat the Raiders. I don't know if you saw that, Tyler. We got uh, we got a, watch Thursday night. Watch we got Thursday a big night. game this week, buddy. This Sunday. Come on. Washington and Dallas. Come on. All right, let's go. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a big one. Washington's back in it four in a row. It's a big one for certain teams. Other teams, it's just the Cowboys, you know, they're, they're locked in. Okay, all right, fine. I tried to build it up. Tyler ain't going to take the bait on that one. Uh, so you're you're early on in this BC process. So I imagine, have you seen any film yet or anything, or is that coming soon? I haven't even watched it yet, to be yeah. honest. Very yeah, little. Just on Temple, we watched in the hotel on the TV before our game. Yeah. I don't remember what week it was, and then whenever we played Temple, but that's really it. We haven't seen them play. And mm-hmm. they played Wake Forest. I watched some of that game, but yeah. it was, yeah. I mean, that's the fun part about it. You get a new matchup, a different opponent, and uh, you guys are. I heard today you guys were busing on that trip. Do you? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah? It's like Sorry. old school, right? What are you <laughs> in high school? Rajay, what's that face for? <laughs> <laughs> Try to save a little money so we can have more fun in DC. I'm yeah, all for okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, for when it. they said that, and I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was like, oh. I mean, it's not like it's like a ten hour. Bus yeah, they said ride. it was four hours. I thought it was hours. a lot farther though. No, it's not I, that I bad. didn't know it was only yeah, four. High school, so it's not we bad. drove like nine hours one time <laughs> to New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. tripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they also uh, they also said that we were gonna stop and take a stretch break, you know, a little yeah. rest break. So it might yeah, get some might good. So good. it'll be a cool experience. good team bonding, if yeah, nothing yeah. else. Or either y'all gonna be tired of each other by the time you get there. Have you uh, have you gone over that part of it? Like what you're, you're gonna spend? Uh, what about a half of a few days there at least, right? So mm-hmm. what about the activities once you're there? Do you know that stuff yet? Um, they they briefly mentioned some of the things that we're looking to do. Uh, I don't think all of that stuff is concrete at this moment but um they have several activities lined up for us we're excited 
Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Good deal. Uh, guys, while I got you here, this is it's going to be championship week for the high school right down the road, J.H. Rose. They're going to the state championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go around the horn and, and wrap it up here. Let's go high school memories, moments, games. Rajay, we'll start with you. When you think about your high school days, your mm-hmm. glory days in high school, what stands out to you? Uh, one game stand out. We was playing Gaffney High School. They just won state. They beat Dutch Fork, but uh, I had three hundred that game. And uh, ECU had came to that game and watched a little bit. And uh, you know, it was just a great atmosphere. It was like packed out. You know, I just I still remember that game to this day. Were you uh, had you been offered at that point or committed or? Yeah, actually, I committed the next day. So oh, wow. it's kind of like. That's awesome. It was a great weekend, really. So Big one. I that, always remember hard that. Hard to forget, game. huh? Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to forget that game. How about you, DJ, when you think about your, your high school days? I can't help but think about the last time I got to play in my high school and the playoffs my senior year. Uh, it was yeah. crazy, muddy. It was like basically a hurricane. Like the field was just straight mud. Jeez. I was just covered head to toe it was just one of those nasty games where you just throwing your body around Jeez. Yeah. we had a game like that too yeah. <laughs> we ended up losing it was a tough loss but really good game tyler how about you uh playing in the triangle i mean i don't know i'd probably say best memory was when uh ecu came down to watch we had uh donovan uh, oh yeah, line commit. Yeah, and so he was played on the team. So they came to watch him, and I ended up having a good game. That's when I was still trying to get recruited or whatever. And so they got to see that, and then that's kind of when they started talking with me and stuff like that. That's probably the best memory I got. Yeah, you hear stories like that where you know, coaches are going to see a certain player, and then that player's teammate or opponent has a big day. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you know they were there like at the game? No, no, I knew after. After, after yeah, after, and then. Good stuff. All right, well, glad uh, those days led you here, and uh, hopefully we'll reconvene again another time or two before you guys head up to the Military Bowl to be East Carolina and B.C. Guys, thanks for joining us today. Have a good week of work, and uh, we'll talk again soon. See you. All right, DJ Ford, Tyler Sneed, and Rajay Harris there inside the Players' Lounge as they get ready for Boston College. That's the date. Uh, that East Carolina will see when they get to Annapolis for the Military Bowl. We'll be with you on that 27th of December at 10.30 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, getting you ready for a 2.30 kickoff. So that is a bit of an odd start time, but 2.30. Postgame coming up at around 6. and Home by 9. Sound okay, Shirley? (laughs) As we go through it here. Yeah, I'm okay with it. And that'll be uh, here for us at Pirate Radio and for maybe some of you out there and uh, scheduled off day with the holiday. Mm-hmm. So we'll, uh, but we will come in that Monday and have the uh, the remainder of the week off. So one yeah, last just... extravaganza for the football yeah, season. One last hurrah. There you go. So uh, it'll be fun. Looking forward to it, man. Haven't done one of these bowl shows in a while. So we'll, uh, we'll have a fun fifth quarter celebrate the win or discuss the loss and start to look ahead to next season because after that game the next opponent will be the Wolfpack of NC State coming to Greenville to kick off the 2022 season you are correct sir and speaking of NC State just a quick side note uh congratulations to baby T Terquavion Smith yeah former Farmville Central standout yeah got- oh, okay yeah, we can talk about this because he had a great game 
and yeah. they lost. Yeah, but Best he also world. got voted. Uh, what was it, Chandler? Rookie of the week. Yeah. For, uh, freshman of the week. And uh, State played that marathon game Wednesday night that went into four overtimes yeah. against Nebraska that they won, and then they turned around and lost to an ACC opponent, correct, on Saturday? Who was it, Chandler? Louisville. 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 I just saw a tweet about Louisville, how their whole athletics department is going up in flames right now. Uh, here it is. Eric Crawford. Who are you? He's a sports journalist for WDRB. He said, overview, at Louisville, upheaval continues. Fans disengaging from football. AD perhaps departing. NCAA circling and sources saying university intent on handling it with minimal athletic input. Chris Mack's future very much in doubt if the NCAA returns level two sanctions. So things are going great at Louisville right now. Well, there's a lot of uh, coaching movement once again. I tell you what, Chandler has turned into our Adam Schefter around here. Mm-hmm. with sports uh breaking news sometimes news that had broke like 48 hours prior but it's news nonetheless mm-hmm. uh maybe at the end of this hour uh chandler we can give a coaching carousel update how's that sound yeah. all right now uh <laughs> speaking of carousel the backup quarterback carousel for the green bay packers has turned interesting as uh Jordan Love has been placed on the team's reserve COVID-19 list. Which means? Which means Kurt Benkert would be the number two guy behind Aaron Rodgers. I feel alive. Shout out to ECU quarterbacks that transferred that are playing in the NFL. Gardner Minshew (laughs) with a win yesterday. Who had like the longest series of handshake hugs with his dad of all time. (laughs) Uh, You saw the video too. It was insane. Hug, back away handshake chest punch hug handshake hug two-arm hug back away one-arm hug handshake punch it was like a uh, it was a major combo between the men's shoes it it was insane i mean you would have thought he had won the super bowl at that point shout out to uh mully son 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 uh he said that Gardner Minshew was this before he even took his first snap it probably was after he played some with the Jags but he said he is going to be he didn't put a name to it but basically said he's the next Fitzpatrick McCown uh, I guess Mike Glennon's getting into this territory just guys that float around for a decade plus continue to get huge contracts win a game here or there and spend most of his time holding the clipboard and making a lot of money. Uh, he said he would be the next big-time journeyman quarterback. And so far, he's played for two teams. He's won games for two different teams. And what's the over-under on games Minshew wins with different teams? I'll start the bidding at four and a half. Over. <laughs> over. All right, we're going over. I'm thinking over just simply because of how many teams right now need quarterbacks. And you know what? Uh, well, maybe the Dolphins are out of the mix. If Tua for for now, if Tua is the guy, but I mean, I, we've had five weeks of I hate to use the word consistency, but maybe Tua is the man there. But my team cj's team beginning next year mm-hmm. and chandler's team are all candidates for Minshew in the future yep because right now quarterback is not stable in those areas despite what heineke's done uh the steelers have been trying to find a replacement for ben for ages well i shouldn't say that they've been hoping they could strike gold with the late round pick 
Who's on the list? The, um, the so they had Dobbs, Mason Rudolph's the backup. Right Mason now. Rudolph now, yeah. Landry Jones before that. Yeah. So they've yeah. tried to find Doug's who? off the roster. Doug, Doug. <laughs> Doug? Goose? is Charlie Goose. Batch still around? Oh, was that even before your time? No, no, I remember Charlie Batch <laughs> okay. very well. All right, uh, so uh, life without a starter, it's a scary place to be. Something CJ has not had to experience in his football life that he will going into next year. Sad, tough yes. times, buddy. Not looking good. Not looking good at all. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. We'll go back inside the Players' Lounge with Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens. That's on the way here on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Brock. All right, hour two of Pirate Radio Live, halfway home here on a Monday, coming up in hour three. Man, we got a lot to get to. We got a treasure chest giveaway. We've got starting quarterback of the Pirates, Holden Aylers. We've got East Carolina wide receiver C.J. Johnson. And uh, Troy D. will be alongside, so we'll have a fun and a packed hour three for you. Might try to hit another 40 bowls in 14 days as well before we get out of here on a Monday. Great Monday night football game tonight. Really uh, hyped about the Patriots and the Bills. Uh, Winner takes over. First place in the AFC East. Just saw a tweet that said 40 mile per hour winds in buffalo and yeah the wind is insane that american flag was holding on for dear life on that pole oh yeah (laughs) and the goalposts were shaking it was crazy so i don't know i mean and we're but those are the types of games that make it fun because you never know what's going to happen i think it definitely i mean it hurts the bills more than the patriots right the bills are the ones that like to air it out to stefan diggs if it's going to be a running game uh that advantage certainly i uh, would go to the patriots uh, with their run game running backs i don't know i'm 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 taking the patriots tonight because they have been good for me the last month plus but uh it should be fun tonight do we need a patriots win though who's we the america football watching world um, yes we don't need this i kind of like um no and you've had your battles with the patriots over the years but this is not this is a Brady-less Patriots. They're almost a, like we were joking about Alabama and Ohio State. They're a fun, feisty underdog Patriots, CJ. Under, they're first in the AFC. <laughs> <laughs> so you still hate them today as much as you did when Brady was there? Yes, Emperor Palpatine's back. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, bills. You going Bills tonight? Yeah, I'll take the Bills. Right. I like the Bills because I just think they are that scrappy, you know, kind of gritty team. We've talked a lot about scrap and grit on the show today. Well, there is a difference between grit and grind. <laughs> What's that? 
grit is what comes from inside. A grind is an external thing where you're trying to grind to. Hmm. Thought we were talking about the old Grizzlies. Yes. Teams. <laughs> no. Zebo. I learned that today. I was actually listening to a podcast, and I was that I was told. How apropos. The difference between grit and grind. And uh, okay, that's just I did not know that. Grit surely. comes from within. Grind is typically you're trying to externally for example as an athlete you're trying to keep your job that type of thing all right i'm gonna go home and use my wood shopping skills and make a sign to put up by the door play like a champion today-esque that says grits the inside grinds the outside the outside every time you walk into the house yeah grit is internal grind is external okay there you go folks if you didn't learn anything on today's show you learn something new every day all right let's hear from a couple of gritty grindy guys Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens. They uh, dropped by the Pirate Radio Studios a couple hours ago. Let's hear what they had to say inside the Players' Lounge. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live with East Carolina's Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens. Guys, appreciate you joining us again today in studio. How y'all doing? Doing good. Great to be back. Yeah, doing good, doing good. Good to hear. And, uh, guys, we know your opponent. First, we knew you were going to a bowl. Then we found out your bowl destination. And then finally yesterday, we learned that Boston College would face East Carolina in the military bowl coming up December 27th. So, First reaction when you heard BC, Xavier, what, what came to mind, if anything? Um, first thing that came to mind was I got a former teammate in high school that goes there. Nice. I don't really know. Well, I know who Boston College is, but like I never really like dialed in or focused on Boston College. Right. We all thought it would be somebody else, to be honest, but control what you can control were you looking at one of the virginia schools perhaps as an opponent yeah i think everyone was anticipating (laughs) tech yeah so i kind of got it in tech i got some players and teammates that went there too so i kind of dialed in on that initially to be honest with you as a virginia guy were you kind of hoping for that maybe low-key <laughs> low uh bruce uh, tyler was in there earlier he said the only look he's seen of boston college all year was when you guys were looking at temple film so as xavier said you don't know much about him is that the same case for you yeah same like we don't really know too much about him i mean we're gonna start diving into him more um tomorrow when we're ready for practice and stuff but we don't really know too much too much about him i mean we just know we playing against them there you go and uh you guys are kind of living in the moment right now bruce so has it all kind of set in for you that uh hey you you got to that bowl game you wanted you got your opponent does it feel kind of real to you now everything going on yeah it feel real and it feel kind of slow because you know it's almost like we got a whole yeah like a month before we play so it's just like dang when is when is it going to come so i mean we just living living each day Long wait, yeah, for that 27th of December. And, uh, Xavier, what was those practices like last week when you didn't have an opponent? Like, well, yeah, I guess you were fine-tuning what you do, right? But uh, it was like spring ball practice. It was kind of weird, right? Yeah, it was just a lot of good on good, you know, keeping things sharp. So we practiced against the offense a lot. Well, keeping in mind, like, trying to stay fresh as well. So we just did, like, a lot of good on good, just, like, locking in on special teams, working on things that we need to work on as a team. And uh, talk about this with, with some of the offensive guys, but Bruce, how about defensively? How much can you dial up? Uh, you know, at, at this point, BC's got 12 games of film on you, just like you got on them. Do you change things? Do you just do what you do better? Like, how much, like, maybe new install do you do for a, a bowl game like this, do you think? I mean, I wouldn't know because I, I haven't been to a bowl game. <laughs> Good point. But, I mean, I, I'm 
I think you know we'll keep things how we've been keeping it. Like just stick to what stick to what we do best is playing fast and being physical. So I guess a big part of the defense is that it's it's multiple too, right? You guys show different looks, do different things, so uh, you can catch a team off guard on any play. I guess. Uh, Bruce Bivens, yeah, Xavier Smith. So how how is that working with him uh, this year, Bruce? You've been around here a long time, had a lot of D coordinators. So what's uh, what's it been like with Coach Harrell in his two years here? Um, he's a dynamic guy. I mean, you know, three down, four down. You know, he blitz. I mean, it, it's it's a pretty good scheme to be a part of and, and playing. He, he's a he's a pretty good coach. And Xavier, during your time here, you have been the ultimate team guy, uh, tight end, linebacker, <laughs> on the line, uh, doing whatever it takes, whatever is asked of you. So you've been put in a lot of different spots. What's it been like uh, working with Blake Carroll in these last couple seasons? Um, it's been great. You know, he's a great coach. But me personally, like, obviously I struggle, like, a little bit, changing position and stuff like that. Not struggle, but it was just new. So I just embraced the challenge and – do what I can do to try to help the team win best. Yeah, and uh, you've done a great job of that. Uh, kind of whatever you're asked to do, you're, you'll be there at that position. Talking to Xavier Smith, Bruce Bivens here inside the Pirate Radio studio. So you guys have not had an opportunity to look at BC yet. They're looked at, and, and maybe it's stereotypical. You'll see something when you, you you dive into the film. But they're looked at as a tough, physical run team. Uh, Bruce, uh, you guys probably like that, right? Like you want to you want a challenge like that. Yeah, why not? Shoot, I mean that's how you play football. You know, get downhill and stop the run. There you go, and uh, Especially that, on defense. Yeah, AJ Dillon, uh, one of their recent running backs, now playing with the Green Bay Packers. They've had a lot of talented running backs come through uh, BC. All right, um, I asked these guys this. So it's high school championship week here in North Carolina, right down the road. JH Rose headed to the uh, championship. And Rajay talked about his 300-yard night in high school running the ball. DJ talked about a mud bowl he played in. Tyler said it was the, when East Carolina was there to see another player, and they recognized him. So y'all go back into your minds, what, your glory days in high school, a game, a situation, a play. A, you know What stands out to you when you think about your high school days? Sheesh. <laughs> high school days? What you got, Xavier? Uh, the... One thing that pops up is when I got a kick return. I was back there actually deep, and I got the first. It was the first round of the playoffs, and it was, like, windy. And I was back there deep, but, like, they obviously never kicked it to me because I played running back and linebacker in high school, and I was a great running back in high school. You can watch the film if you'd like to. <laughs> but they kicked it to Like, they kicked it in the air, and the wind blew it straight towards me. So they probably weren't trying to get it to you. <laughs> Unfortunate situation for them because I took it straight to the crib. That's the only thing I can really remember and, like, the recruiting process and how exciting and, you know, special that was to me. That's awesome. How about you, Bruce? Uh, I just remember, um, like, as a defensive player, you always want your hand on the ball. I just remember catching my first interception and my first interception taking it to the house for, for, for six. So that was a pretty cool moment for me. And like Xavier said, the recruiting process, it was pretty fun to, you know what I'm saying, uh, lay out all the choices of school that you could go possibly go to. We always hear about Texas high school football, Bruce, and, and like, those giant stadiums. It's, <laughs> now it's different everywhere, but, like, were you a part of that? Like, those yeah. big games, big moments, stuff like that? Yeah, I was. Uh, plenty. I've been a part of plenty. Um, it, it's pretty cool playing in, playing in Texas because, you know, everybody loves football around there. And when those stadiums get full, they full now. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xavier, how much football uh, did you watch this weekend? Did you see the championship games? Did you watch the bowl uh, process yesterday play out? How much did you watch? I actually watched all the championships. Me, 
Nolan Warren, and you know we just sat in the living room, and he got like a fire stick, so he had like all the screens split. So we were just nice. like watching a little bit of all of them, Cincy game, you know the Georgia game, just watching all of them. Yeah, how about you, Bruce? You um, keep an eye on it. Yeah, I watched the Cincy game and the um, the Houston game, and I watched, that's the that was one game that I really paid uh, dang, I paid much attention to. So. Bruce when, and both of you guys, when when you uh, see Cincinnati do it, it's not that you probably thought you couldn't do it before, but now seeing them do it, it's like, well, hey, why not East Carolina, right? I mean, do you get that that idea when you see Cincinnati go to the playoff? Yeah, I mean, they finally did it, but I still like still feel like they had to like, like they just got squeezed in and like, you know, what I mean, like they should have like been locked in for it, but they had to like prove a lot just to get it there rather than like other teams don't have to do as much to make it there well i tweeted it over the weekend here's what you got to do you got to go undefeated and then the next year you got to go undefeated again and you got to win at notre dame and you got to have oklahoma state lose to baylor which they like it's almost like they're they're putting up different hurdles yeah. every day like you're saying and exactly it's kind of a shame it's that way but mm-hmm. that's the way it is but still great to see them break through yeah and get sure. it is uh, Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith here. Bruce's appearance inside the Players' Lounge brought to you by Greenville Auto World. Go see Tim Sutton and the guys at Greenville Auto World. They will get you hooked up right. And uh, guys, now what's the uh, what's the schedule like this week for you as far as practice goes? Practice. <laughs> practice. <laughs> practice, practice, and practice. How about uh, where are we at on the school calendar? You finalizing those things? Today was the last day of class. Yeah, today's the last day of class. I think when does exams end? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know my last exam's on the 13th. Yeah, me too. So I know that's when I'm done. When do y'all uh, graduate? Oh, December. Grad- you already graduated. I already graduated. Okay. I graduate this December in the, on the 17th. Awesome. All right. Congratulations, man. Appreciate it. So, Bruce, you're, uh, <laughs> what's your class like now? I mean, you already got your degree. Yeah. You're just kind of <laughs> going through the motions, I guess? <laughs> yeah, sort of, kind of. I mean, so I can stay a part of the football team and stuff yeah. like that. So I have to, you know, take classes to stay eligible and things of that nature. And right now, Bruce, we kind of talked about this. You're getting ready for the bowl game. It's just practice. It's finishing up your, your classes. But as far as the next level, like what steps are you taking to, to go ahead and prepare for that right now? Um, Right now, it's focusing on the bowl game. But after that, you know, I'm going to go you know, go off somewhere to go train and, you know, fulfill my dreams. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's my process right now. Is that exciting? Is it nervous? Like what's the feeling on that right now? I mean, it's, it's a little bit of both. Um. Um, I'm ex- I'm more excited than anything because you know I know I got a shot to go make my dreams a reality. So, and Xavier, for you, uh, we saw Holden Naylor say he's coming back for East Carolina next year. You and a lot of other players across the country uh, have to to make a decision too. And hopefully, we'd love to see you back in the purple, right? But you know that I guess you got some options away as well, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm just playing it like just to keep my options open. Obviously, like Bruce, I want to chance to go live my dreams out too so i'm really just kind of wait to see like the status on that and then make a great like a decision from there like whatever is best for me if it's to stay come back then i'll do that if it's got a good shot to go make it then you know waiting my whole life for a moment like this so i'm yeah. not gonna hesitate to take it do you have uh you know people in your corner people that you talk to to you know you can make your own decision but you also want to reach out to others get some advice you got people in your camp like that yeah i got people who they didn't want to live my life for me so like, <laughs> I'm really just like trying to tune them out and like focus on like what Xavier wants not right. what somebody else wants so like they're telling me 
yeah, you should do it. Yes, you shouldn't do it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, do this, do that. So I'm just kind of do what's best for me personally. And that's all you can do. Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios, getting ready uh, for East Carolina and BC. When do you uh, really start to dive into what they do? I guess that's coming this week. Yeah. Hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, look forward to getting to it tomorrow. They that, got a great running back. And again, you're going through this for the the first time, so you've got an entire month to get ready for one opponent. How much like like App State for a season opener? Do you have extended time on them compared to other teams you play in the regular season? Is it kind of comparable to that, where you're just looking at one opponent? Or yeah, you can say that. You can really say that because think about it. Like we knew we was playing App State long before, you know. So it's kind of the same thing. We just we just almost got like a month to get ready. Yeah. For them, so. A little less, but yeah. And I heard uh, y'all were taking a bus. Uh, some players, <laughs> DJ said it wasn't gonna be that bad. Rajay kind of made a face when I brought it up, so it's kind of old school here. What do you think about taking a bus up there to Annapolis, DC? Um, <laughs> it's good team bonding, Xavier. Great team nap time to put in that show. We're supposed to stop halfway through, so that should make it a little easier, but. I personally hate driving, yeah. so I'll probably find something on Netflix to download Yeah, yeah. that'll put me to sleep, and then when <laughs> I wake up, hopefully we'll be there. Yeah, I'm with Xavier. I'm not I'm not a big fan of, you know, sitting, uh, sitting on the bus too long. You know, I'd rather fly. I'm used to flying, so I mean, I'd rather do that. Yeah, either way. Uh, have you guys talked about the uh, activities, things you'll be doing in D.C. yet, or is that still to come? Yeah, I don't really know, like, fully what to do, because, shoot, man, I ain't never do it before. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of just like a play by ear. I know the coaches, hopefully, like, they'll know more closer to that date. Because right now, I would, like, assume we'll probably go to the museum and, like, or, like, get a tour. Have y'all ever been, like, to D.C. as a tourist or anything? Have you ever been around there? Yeah, I live, like, 45 minutes from D.C. True. So, anything they do show us. Not times ten. I probably seen it already, but it's still fun to go there with my. There you teammates. go, Bruce. You got a tour guide right here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not a huge walker either, so I hope it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's Get some cardio in. Good All right, day. fellas. Uh, appreciate y'all joining us. Hopefully, we can talk to you again before you head to DC. We appreciate your time today and all season long. And once again, congratulations to you guys. Enjoy it. Live it up. And, you yes, know. Sir. Uh, you don't know when you could get an opportunity like this again and, and for Bruce it's uh, he got it done on his last year so that's awesome stuff appreciate you guys and uh, we'll talk again soon yes, sir. appreciate you alright Xavier Smith Bruce Bibbins inside the players lounge let's take another time out we'll come back get ready to wrap up hour number two we got a huge hour three on tap with Holton Aylers CJ Johnson and Troy D will be alongside to open up the treasure chest here on a Monday We'll wrap up Hour 2 when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price 
Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-292-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All right, quickly, Shirley, we've got a big hour three on tap uh, back inside the Players' Lounge. Holt Naylor's at 5, CJ Johnson 530. We'll open up the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest. Uh, we got a few minutes left in hour two, and I think we should spend that by going back uh, inside 40 bowls in 14 days, and our guest picker, Troy D., will select a game. So, Shirley, let's hear the intro. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. Rock! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls, 14 days, 40 bowls, 14 days, 40 bowls, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. Back once again, Ellerby has selected Middle Tennessee to knock off Toledo in the Bahamas Bowl and now we are at good screen by Chandler there we are at our second bowl game I thought that was like uh, what do they call that where you have like uh, voice stuff like T-Pain uses it all the time auto-tune yeah I thought that was auto-tune I didn't think that was real right from the horse's mouth that's impressive right there speaking of horses R.I.P. Medina Spirit passed away today yeah just wanted to end horse news Uh, Troy you said it first Actually, I said it when I was talking to Ellerby, how this whole thing got started mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. We had 13 days to preview 40 bowls. Right. This year, or we had 14 days to preview 40 bowls. This year, we have 13 days to preview 42 bowls. Yeah, so kind of false advertising, but the marketing is catchy, so we'll let it ride. It's not false advertising if I explain it before we get started. Yeah, well, I'm saying 42 bowls in 13 days isn't, it doesn't sound as good as 40 bowls in 14 days. Well, we're out of time. We don't have time for your pick. <laughs> All right, 40 bowls in 14 days. Troy, uh, you're familiar with this bowl. This is insider information. The Cure Bowl. Oh, yeah. Don't you have an inside uh, here? In Orlando. Yeah. uh, Ron Dowdy, who is a friend of mine from Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, uh, his daughter runs the bowl. All right. Yeah. So uh, you got so that is more information than we usually have on this segment. This is a good point. So this is actually a bowl I was kind of hoping East Carolina might find itself in. Good location. Yeah. And very early. How do you feel about the time of a December 17th bowl? Well, a lot. I do. Sometimes it used to be the old myth that, like, does your bowl really count if it's played before Christmas? Like, we're at least we're after Christmas now. It feels a little more legit. But we're also on a Monday playing at 2.30. So then that, you know. Now none of them count. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So I wouldn't mind actually playing early, getting it out of the way. And people can, you know, I heard Bailey whined about being away from Christmas. He wasn't going to know what he's. Is he expecting? I mean, 
How old is I'll Bailey? let you and Bailey handle this. I'm, I'm saying, not getting Bailey's in the middle old of enough, this. I think he can manage one year away from home without Christmas. You guys but. can talk about this and, Anyway, but my point was, if we were in that bowl, he wouldn't have that issue. So I would have been fine with it being early. Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida, 6 o'clock ESPN2 on Friday, December 17th. Troy, your teams are the Huskies of Northern Illinois, 9-4 and four on the year, taking on 10-2 and two, Coastal Carolina who is not in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, we yeah. just learned, uh, coming back into this segment. Uh, and this is just straight up, right? This is straight up. Coastal Carolina, I believe, is a 10-point favorite. Yeah, I'm, in I'm this going game. Chanticleers easy. You're going to uh, go with them anyway. I, I was. Imagine. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. They'll win. And I'm, they'll probably cover, but they'll definitely win. All right, Coastal Carolina, the pick over yeah. Northern Illinois. And they probably like not being you know, in their own home state. That's not much fun. Yeah. If you're them, you want to. This is a great bolt for them. I don't know if they would have traded Myrtle Beach for cold, but they'll definitely trade Myrtle Beach for Florida. Yeah, for Orlando. absolutely. So, yeah. All right. In Northern Illinois, you know who used to be AD there? Who? Uh, Jeff Comfer. Jeff Comfer. He, he left Northern Illinois to come here with his reign of terror. That is true. Shout out to uh, Jeff Comfer. Where's the AD in it now? He's not. He never got another AD job, and I uh, got some kind of consult well, i'm gonna pull a troy d here and say well you can't he still might you can't rule it out right but he's he's pretty pretty much unhirable it seems like in a ad world uh so his buddy todd turner has paid him back and gave him some consulting gig but he doesn't need to make money because ecu has been paying him so much because they did that stupid contract speaking of contracts i heard that deal oh know, and he's still getting cash he's yeah. got the bobby bonilla yeah. mets deal yeah it's well, crazy so yeah all right well troy your pick is in coastal carolina over northern illinois and that's how you play 40 bowls in 14 days. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back when we return. We will talk to Holden Aylers, who has just joined us inside the Pirate Radio studios. He's back. He is back. Well, we're going to have him confirm his decision yes. when we return. We, we are the first media outlet that will have official confirmation on this. Troy's got to be sour. You didn't make the announcement no, on Pirate I, I Radio. I never asked him that. Oh, you're, kinda, you're, yeah. I, that kind of put him in an awkward situation to say, would you make it exclusively? And then I thought about it. I was like, well, what if it doesn't turn out the way we hoped? And then, you know, it worked out the way it needed to. We'll discuss it. All right. We will, uh, we'll talk to Holden Aylers. Uh, made his decision on Saturday. We'll talk to him about the bowl opponent, BC is on the docket. We'll do all that when we return. Pirate Radio Live rolls on after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth, and they will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Alrighty, hour three on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock, Troy D., and Holden Aylers joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. And 
holden good to have you back here and back here for another year uh it sounds yes, like appreciate it yeah let's what? talk about uh saturday i guess start uh to start with the decision uh was made it was not on espn like lebron james decision <laughs> we but thought there, it was gonna be on pirate radio <laughs> there were people tuned in uh you did uh make the announcement that you will be returning for another year of pirate football and i guess uh why saturday like what 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 went into it and uh when did you come to your final decision yeah um saturday i mean it wasn't just a like it was just kind of another day i did it um it wasn't anything specific about that day or anything but you know i decided um you know i woke up thursday i thought that was what i wanted to do i gave it a day um and i talked to the coaches and they said you know let's get together on saturday and announce it then just so we can go and get that out of the way before we start bowl prep for everyone and that was kind of the goal all along was once we got an opponent in um i can dial in on that and not really focus on the decision so uh hold i think your dad might have said it and i thought he made a great point you know you've been through so much crap here and by crap i, I don't mean criticism or anything like that i mean tough times with yeah, the program sure. you've been here some of the during some of the darkest days to be an ecu pirate football player and now you're here kind of during this rebound and this turnaround and you're leading the charge and uh, i think he said you know you've been you've already been here during the tough times you might as well stay and enjoy some of the good times yeah i thought um, he made a great point no yeah that, that's definitely one of the reasons why i stayed is because i mean this team is this program is finally where you know i wanted it to be when when i got recruited here um and, and those years like you said during the dark days when you envision of what the program's going to be and it's now starting to become that um so that's one of the reasons that i stayed i mean there's there's a lot to it i mean i love this this school i love this town and the, and the team that we have coming back is going to be definitely be the best team that i've had and this team's had in a really long time you know we got a bowl game to play against bc uh but if you are victorious over that you're eight wins yep. on the season you carry a lot of momentum into next year and then i really think next year now with you coming back seems like coach houston's definitely you know yep. solidified for next season you got a lot of the players i mean a lot of your nucleus from this year will be back again uh but a year older that much more experienced bigger stronger faster I mean, I really feel next year you guys are, are going to be even much improved from this season. Yeah, I mean, I thought we had a really good team this year. Obviously, with one more game to go um, to prove that, and we're a couple plays away from having you know 10, 11 wins right now um, in a totally different situation. So, um, I think next year is just going to be a perfect storm of experience. Um, you know, most of our guys are are coming back. I mean, I don't think we're losing too many starters and. Um, so, I mean, we're going to have a lot of guys returning, a lot of experience returning, too. I know a lot of people were wondering, well, if Holton leaves, where would he go to? I know you were looking. Obviously, your goal is to play in the NFL and yep. made no bones about that. And what are the best chances to do it? And uh, after talking with a lot of folks, discuss the process that went into it that obviously you felt it was in your best interest, obviously, to come back and to continue to get some more experience, to elevate your stock for the next level to be able to still continue to grow develop and uh get more notoriety out there as far as building your brand yeah um there, there was a lot of um you know, i mean we talked to to people at all different levels um about opportunities and stuff like that but at the same time i mean my family did a really good job and the coaches did a really good job of just let me make the decision also um i was going to be the only one in the shoes and you know they kind of said if you need to talk about it let's talk about it but um, you're going to be the one doing it, so it really comes down to what you want to do, and I appreciate that for them. So You kind of said last week your options were return to East Carolina or professional football, and transferring was not in that mix. But I thought back to Chris Johnson joined us years after he was done with the NFL, Troy, and on an interview he said that he considered transferring – uh, before his senior year and like what would ecu have been like without that hawaii bowl and, yeah. and everything and all that and cj in a different uniform so and now that that's 14 years ago holding you see guys transfer every day have you ever has that 
crossed your mind during your time here at ecu whether it be from you know performance whether it be from criticism you know getting away from home for the first time like has that ever crept into your brain um yeah i mean i think with any player um at some point it's going to cross your mind just because that's how college football is nowadays um but crossing it your mind and actually doing it are two totally different things um and i've heard a lot of players say i'm going to transfer and they're still here playing for the pirates (laughs) so i mean a lot of people say it but to go out and do it's totally different i mean kind of like you said in today's world in college football i mean you can transfer and play right away so that's just a huge aspect in it um coaches aren't supposed to reach out but coaches reach out so i mean that's just just, yeah i mean that's just kind (laughs) of how it is nowadays but yeah actually saying saying it and doing it are are two totally different things but i gotta imagine too a lot of there's no guarantees when you transfer and i'm not talking about yours i'm talking about any kid's situation it can transfer but they sometimes can make promises but things can change yeah i mean i thought i had a good situation here like i said with the team coming back the relationship i have with with this team and with these coaches um knowing the scheme and just just knowing what i have here um and knowing the team that we can have you know we have i mean we're gonna have huge expectations going into next year and that's what I wanted. That's what I mean. Everyone wants ECU to be at, and I'd be kind of crazy to leave that. It's really going to be the first time uh, since you guys have been here, and in, in, in recent history, that the expectations are actually going to be yeah. high for yeah. ECU football. Because usually, man, I, I mean, really, this year the bar was set kind of how if we could get the six wins. Yeah. I mean, you talked about that. What a great achievement! Now you're on the cusp of getting to eight wins. Um, what is this bowl prep like for you guys? Because this is all new to you. <laughs> no yeah, one yeah, on the team's new. ever been yeah. to a bowl game before. So usually by December, everyone's on holiday break and already done. So what's it been like now getting ready for a bowl game here? Yeah, last week um, was a little bit weird. It was more for the younger guys. Just, you know, the older guys kind of got a break. The guys that played a lot of snaps this year. But tomorrow, um, we were off today. We just lifted today. And then tomorrow, we'll kind of jump into Boston College um, and, and prep for them. But it's going to be a a long month really up to the game i mean there's a lot of practice you know we're not really going to be in school after this week so it's just gonna be strictly football meetings You're like fall camp again yeah i mean in a lot of ways it is um but i mean yeah but it'll be good it you can just focus on football yeah you no, that the is distractions yeah. of exams and classes what how do you like the matchup east carolina versus boston college yeah i think we match up good with them um you know i thought just like everyone thought from the predictions that we we're going to play more of a local school but at the same time i mean i think it'll be a good matchup um they're a good football team um they've they've played some really tough teams this year and, and we have too but um they kind of have the same philosophy as we do so it'll be exciting to play them sounded like some of your teammates uh wanted virginia tech or yeah i or, wanted virginia tech i'm not gonna lie yeah and uh but you got the news it'll be bc and uh sneed said the only time he's looked at bc all year was when they popped up on temple film so yep. not really familiar with them you'll dive into them i assume in the next coming days yeah i mean i've watched you know a couple games of them now um since learning last night they play a lot of a lot of cover one a lot of cover three um they're going to give us space out there in the, on the corners on the outside. I'm just going to take advantage of that and run the football good. So, hold on. Going back to next year and and optimism heading into 2022. I, I was talking to Rajay Tyler and DJ earlier and said, you know, looking at it. So Dylan Gabriel transferred from UCF. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Dykes left SMU for the TCU job. East Carolina finished tied for third this year. I think you guys are probably going to be preseason number three in the AAC next year and you know I said all that to them and asked how they thought about it and they looked at me with blank stares like dude we got practice tomorrow like (laughs) I haven't even thought about it but kind of big picture wise internally and then this comes with your decision I'm sure you guys have talked about hey next year you know we're going to be the real deal so how much thought is that I mean I know you're focused on this bowl game but how much have you talked to your teammates about hey seven wins this year 
let's let's go 10 11 12 next year yeah i mean that was you know talking to the teammates there's probably the guys i'll talk to the most about the decision about coming back and stuff like that and um we're going to come back. We're not going to come back to come in third place. So I'm going to say that. Um, we're going to come back to win as many games as possible and, and to win the conference championship. So, uh, you know, that's going to be the goal going into it. We're not going to shy away from that. When you see Cincinnati make it to the playoff, uh, yeah. why not us, right? I mean, that's got to yeah. creep into your mind. Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, you just got they, – they were a really good team this year, and they had, you know, a historic run um, the last couple of years. But, you know, at the same time, you never know. Um, you just got to – play the games that we play and let everything else take care of itself. Well, I think it's great for the conference that finally someone's broken through yeah, that sure. glass ceiling, especially someone from the American Conference. And East Carolina will be able to benefit from that uh, financially, even more so if they make it to the championship yeah. game. What do you think their chances are against Alabama? Shoot, Alabama looked pretty good the other night. and you know, Georgia looked unstoppable all year. But, I mean, they're, they're good. I mean, they got some guys on defense that are as good as anyone in the nation. Um, that quarterback, you know, Desmond's a really good really good quarterback too so i mean i definitely think they got a chance you're not a top four team um without having a chance at this thing so it'll be fun to watch see how they match up with them really offensively i think cincinnati's offense versus alabama's defense is what it's going to come down to i I thought it was interesting uh watch some of the when the announcement was made on espn you know they drag it out yeah you know this freaking show forever now but when they had the uh the chairman of the college football playoff committee on and someone asked, uh, maybe Reese Davis asked, why did you guys decide on Cincinnati? And the guy's answer was like, look, they're the last undefeated team in the yeah. nation. They won their conference. And even down the stretch, they beat you know some quality teams like East Carolina and Houston. To okay. hear East Carolina mentioned like that, yeah. I mean, in such a prime position, it shows how far the program has no, come. Really because does, yeah. a few years ago, that wouldn't have been looked at as a quality win for them. Yeah, I mean, even last year, we got ran by Cincinnati at Cincinnati. So, I mean, just the, the progress this program has made this last year and then you know the previous years as well i mean it's just exciting you know for the future how did you tell coach houston about your decision once you made it and what was his reaction yeah um you know i never committed to him because i mean i obviously you know committed to coach mo when he was here and and Um, really ruff was the first one to start recruiting you yeah ruff offered me when i was a freshman and then coach mo offered me and then i committed to him and then came here now i'm with coach houston so uh yeah you've been with three coaches and if houston decided not to come back next year take another job you would have had a fourth coach (laughs) oh yeah so uh but yeah um it was just in his office i told him i was like you know i'm coming back to win a conference championship let's do it and we hugged it out and, and just talked about you know the future and next year and you know go and get guys in the transfer portal to kind of help us out and complete this team speaking but, of uh, returns troy d mike houston did say uh, or did sign a contract extension last week so holding uh, i don't know how much you guys were following that news the rumor mill but when that announcement was made and he signed his extension it sounded like there was a uh, pretty nice party going on you guys were happy to, no, yeah. to hear him coming back yeah we were i mean he's been the guy that turned this thing around um we when he first got here, we thought it was a little bit crazy from some of the stuff that he was doing. But, I mean, that's what it took to change the program. And we're, we're all balled in now, and we want him leading us. I'll tell you what, I'm excited about this bowl game and a chance for ECU to end on a high note. But, man, I and I look, I can look ahead. I don't want yeah. you guys to look ahead. Yeah. But I can look ahead to the first game next year. And I'll say this, ECU opens the season against NC State here in Greenville. I feel a 1,000% better with our chances <laughs> – with Holt Naylor's leading this team, then I do not knowing who our starting quarterback is going to be. Clip. This is, I mean, this is going to be. You want to talk about one of the all-time great atmospheres in Greenville, especially if we're coming off a hopefully a bowl victory and opening the season against NC State. 
I mean, can you imagine? Oh dear, the atmosphere <laughs> at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. We I think this first. will be the first time in a long time yeah. a fifty thousand seat <clears throat> full stadium. Well, I was I thinking so. your most attended game was probably the Carolina game. Yeah, maybe your first first game you ever yeah. played, right? Yeah. And that, I don't know if that was a packed house, but no, I, Troy D. You're right. Season opener, NC State. NC State might be in the top twenty-five. East yeah. Carolina. I mean, they'll bring a lot of fans too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, atmosphere. that's gonna be a fun one. Sorry, I just no, I was daydreaming out loud. Well, we got plenty of time to talk about that. I know, one, Troy. I'm already getting geeked up about that. <laughs> calm down, calm down, everybody. You want to go ahead and throw out a prediction for it, Troy? <laughs> Not yet. Okay, all right. We'll get through the bowl game first. I <laughs> so, saw East Carolina, you know, the underdogs. You know, um, Nick Saban calls that, you know, rat poison, or what does he call it? Yummy rat poison. Well, yeah, the yummy rat poison. When people yeah. don't have faith in the team, uh, do you feel you know maybe the odds makers think East Carolina, man, they don't have what it takes? Yeah, I mean, ECU's always had a chip on our shoulder. Um, we don't, I, I don't look at the lines or anything like that. But I mean, we do always. I mean, we hear it during the week. We hear all that stuff. I mean, we're we're college students. We hear all of it. But at the same time, we're always going to have a chip on our shoulder, whether we're an underdog or not. So, and I think just being able to beat an ACC team, yeah, is a big deal. In no, this it will be. Game. I mean, it's and a they, big deal that we're playing them, and I mean, it's a good matchup. Um, we're definitely not going to overlook them, and we're just excited to get out there and play. Oh, it's great you are returning, but there are guys. We talked to Bruce Bivens earlier today and DJ just one year yep. here, but uh, they're on a list, Warren and, and guys like that, that this is their last go around. Yeah. So you want to win it for yourself, your coach, the fans, your family, everybody. But how about those guys that will be giving it their uh, their final 60 minutes on the no, 27th? Yeah, I mean, they, they deserve it, honestly, the most. Um, you know, the guys that have stuck through this thing the whole time and, and the guys who even transferred in. I mean, DJ came in and did everything right, um, helped us turn this thing around and you know they're part of this team that did change it and we're going to remember it um at least the team will for a long time and the guys that have stuck through it you know they deserve to get a bowl ring and go out on a win saw warren Sabe at the basketball game and, and i usually don't uh talk to players like that and say congratulations but two picks in his yeah. you know finale no, and daddy yeah. ficklin i mean that's that's legendary for him so yeah, he did great happy for uh for those upperclassmen and, and guys like bruce troy that are have been here with us all yeah. year that uh are going to it for the last time a lot of work put in by yeah, those guys absolutely and uh they they definitely have earned it and deserve it uh, how's the uh, NIL deal going with you this year? This has been new, you know. We, we've been excited to be partnered with you on on it here with Pirate Radio. But uh, how has that experience gone this season? It's been good. Um, it was a lot of learning at first. Um, I mean, obviously, no one really knew what it was going to be like and stuff like that. Um, I do have someone represent me now, so I don't even have to deal with that aspect of it. Um, but honestly, I mean, I'm out there driving a new truck. I mean, I'm making more money than I thought I'd be making, so I'm good with it. That's that's a plus of coming back next year for sure. How distracted were you holding, and how much of those interceptions this year are because of the NIL? I know it's been a big distraction for you, right? Yeah, here comes Facebook comments. (laughs) (laughs) All the picks were because you know, in the middle of a game, when Holden throws an interception, he's thinking about his NIL deal. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Doing an interview on Pirate Radio. Yeah, I mean, we we joke about that stuff all the time. Sarcasm, people. Yeah. but it, no, I think it has been a, good for the players. And not every player. I mean, look, it's only a small percentage yeah. of players that are going to benefit. But, uh, you know, for the guys like you that have an opportunity to do that, I think it's been a big plus. No, it has been for sure. I mean, I think that it's only the right thing to do. Um, I mean, to let the guys. I mean, if, if you can make money off your name, then why not make money off your name? And, you know, and so. look, you've got before this, you had your built one broken brand. Yep. It was going anyway. And yep. You guys were doing pretty decent, but now you can like come out and talk about it. And yep. uh, boy, the the gear looks great. By the way, yeah, it know, does. Uh, you got a new new one on today. Yep. I, I see 
folks wearing it all over the place the, yeah it's uh, been cool Bill broken brand for folks that don't know is the apparel brand that you started and are behind uh, you can get it locally now at shimmer yep here in uh, greenville and winterville so uh that that's something i guess you'll continue to be able to have too yeah just continue to build that um that's done extremely well um it's been cool to go around town and see people that i mean i don't even know when they're wearing it and they yeah. don't even i mean they might know who i am but at the same time you know, i just kind of stay away and just i mean it's pretty cool i mean i started it kind of like you said when nil started i had it beforehand but i couldn't say anything about it so no one really knew it was mine and now to to see where it's at you know in stores and stuff has been a fun ride I and there's it. an option too i remember you talking about this when you it first came out when you were able to profit from it but if you you can help out your teammates too right yep. if they type in their name or jersey yeah, number so if you type in their last name and jersey number they get 10 percent of that sale so that's awesome and yeah. online yeah online, yeah, on online. uh and then you, you donated shirts to every team member yeah every, every guy on the team has a shirt too i'll do that next year with a different you know t-shirt or jacket yeah. or something as well so that's awesome uh what's the schedule like for the rest of the month now so as you guys head into uh this bowl bowl game on the 27th yep 27th i think we head up the 23rd um i think we, you know we get off i think 16th through the 19th there are kind of days off for christmas because obviously we'll be in dc for mm-hmm. christmas preparing for the game so christmas would be a little bit different but i mean it's definitely worth it you know to go up there and, and oh, play yeah. in a bowl game and play in a meaningful bowl game at that so um we're excited about it you know you got a lot of practice ahead because i mean it is almost it's less than a month away now but uh, i mean it's still a good bit of ways where we have to prepare good and, and keep care of our bodies uh with all this time to prepare for one team holding i know uh donny k is going to draw up some some tricks for this one so like how much uh, new stuff do you see implemented into a playbook when you have all this time to prepare for just one game yeah um, kind of like you said it's probably more trick plays than anything um i mean we're always going to just stick to what we run um and then you know add a couple plays each week but you know trick plays i mean i I'd gladly go catch a couple touchdown passes in it um i think shane carton called a touchdown pass in a bowl game that's right yeah so I'd i already like to told that. tyler I, I if i had to bet if there was a prop for this i would say he throws at least one pass yeah against uh he might be our BC. backup quarterback Hey, he can throw it. I mean, he really can. He's good. His stats are pretty good right they now. They are yeah. pretty good, yeah. yeah. You look at his uh, throw-to-touchdown ratio. He also gets drilled every time he throws Oh, it. and half of them are my fault. I've missed so many blocks. Because <laughs> I like watching the play, and then we watch film. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> he has gotten blasted on those. All right, good stuff. Anything else, Troy? No, man. Uh, hopefully, man, if the weather stays like this with 72 degrees Heck in Greenville, yeah. this would be nice. Pretty dang nice. Yeah. Sorry, nice, Troy. Not nice, going to happen. <laughs> nice cold weather. Yeah. If we can keep it in the 70s in December, this will be fantastic. So. I don't think it'll be that way yeah, in Annapolis, not. but we'll see. Make sure I have the cold cold weather gear. You can't have another case. one of those situations. Yeah. yeah. Like we did in Philly. Holton, good seeing you. We'll try and uh, do this one more time before yes, sir. the bowl game. And uh, hopefully, Nate, we'll hook up with you next week. And uh, I do have one final question. I've, yeah. I've asked the other oh, guys. Yeah, the yeah yeah it's yeah. uh i was getting ready to see if you wanted that. some school down the road yeah. jr rose or something yeah i never heard they're in the championship this week the rampants are so holding i asked all the guys in here earlier and i'll ask you uh high school memory we we know about a lot of your high school memories but uh what stands out to you at dh conley shoot probably just the friends that i made um during that time just playing with your your you know childhood buddies growing up i mean i'm still a bunch of us are going on a trip um in january to the mountains and just a lot of them came to ECU too, so probably just hanging out with them, um, playing ball ball with your best friends is probably you know, honestly the most rewarding thing from high school. Good stuff. We'll uh, we'll talk to CJ in a moment. Get his Conley memories. Yeah, Troy we'll, do, we'll do the uh, Holton CJ connection. We'll yes, switch sir. you out for CJ Johnson and see what he has to say. But uh, good luck, man. We'll catch up again next week and. Uh, 
I was going to say, have a productive week of practice. Yes, sir. All right, thanks, all. Yep. Let's uh, take a time out. What do you want to do, Shirley? You have raised eyebrows. You want to? You're kind of looking over there. You want to do that? All right, let's uh, open it up, Troy D. Okay, all right, let's do it. Let's open it up, and I'm going to let you take over. Pirate Radio Holiday Treasure Chest is open for business. The chest is still loaded with awesome prizes. We'll run those down in just a minute. But your chance to win is right now for caller 12, 317-1250. 317-1250. You can't win if you don't call. And the time to call is right now, 317-1250. We'll get our winner on right after this. to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Great to have you guys inside the Players Lounge. Still planning to hook up with CJ Johnson before we get out of here on a Monday. Clip Rock, Troy D. And Troy, we just... Uh, had our callers call in for an opportunity to win a prize out of the treasure chest and we have one of those callers on the line right now because mark hall was able to get in and become a winner today on pirate radio live mark congratulations thanks guys have you won before mark or is this your first time winning the treasure chest uh, this is my third time but it's been a couple of years since i won it's a couple of years since i've been able to get through all right, Mark's our fourth winner this year, Troy D. He is now our third multi-time winner. Bob, who won on Friday, was a first-timer. So three multi-time winners. So Bob far. got the Jersey Mike's. For, how did. about that? The first day, we Jersey Mike's was a late edition. It got dropped in and pulled out. Just totally random. Yeah. Chance. Incredible. So uh, you want to ask Mark? Mark. Mark Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just curious. I, you sound familiar. I know a Mark Hall. Is this a Mark Hall I know? Um... There's a lot of Mark Halls out there. I'm the Mark Hall that won the paddleboard uh, years ago. Oh, that Mark Hall. No, paddleboard I, I, Mark. I I know I had a friend that was named Mark Hall, but I don't. Th- you're just you're a friendly guy. When I hear Mark Hall, and I don't even know if this is the name, but I think about game shows, and at the end it says a Mark Hall television production. I don't know. That's uh, it's not Mark Hall. Who it, is it? It's a Mark Goodson. Uh, Mark Goodson, television. Yeah, yeah you're right. only because I grew up watching The Price Is Right. <laughs> yep, and it's a Mark Goodson television production. That, yeah. is, that is correct, Troy D. Yeah, God, the, the useless information that I have stored in my mind—if I could only use it for good. Did you hear our hour one when you first hear BC? What do you think of? You know, I heard you say, sing the jingle, and I am a huge fan of like commercials from the '80s and stuff, and which sounded like it was from the '80s, and I just did not recall that one. I'm gonna have to. Play I was it. yelling in my office, going, "What is he singing?" BC powder, and the powder, the power of BC. Oh, now I, it actually rings a bell. Yes, 
that exactly was what I did the first time. Yeah, no, I didn't. Well, I don't know. For some reason, I didn't hear it. But now that you do it, I'm like, oh yeah, that is like the. That was back when like uh, Richard Petty was doing BC Powder ads and stuff. I, I got, we're gonna was, have to when pull he was it doing up. NASCAR. We're gonna have to uh, to play. I've it. never done a BC Powder, but people that do swear by it. They, they work. Uh, they very say they are the best. He- if you have a headache, that they are the best headache powder out there. How long do you think we can talk before Mark hangs up? Oh, I don't think Mark's going anywhere because he wants his prize. If Mark <laughs> hangs up, he doesn't win. <laughs> Mark, are you still with us? I'm still here. Of course he is here. What? He'd be listening anyway. Because I got a lot to say right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Mark, big question here. Okay. What do you do? I'm I'm in equipment finance. Equipment finance. Could you be more vague? Like what type of equipment? <laughs> uh, industrial equipment, robotics. Uh, hmm. Industrial. Equipment. Interesting. What type of industry? It's any manufacturing, production, distribution, distribution warehousing type equipment. Cool. Primarily robotics and autonomous vehicles. Oh wow! Ooh, that, there's a big future in that, Mark. And that's uh, I'm enjoying that direction. Yeah, I'd stick with it. That's awesome. See, you learn something new every day. Clip with about our listeners. Did you know that we had someone in the robotics financing field like that? No, me neither. That's awesome. Sounds like a lucrative gig. It's fun. How much? How much you make? <laughs> Are we prying too much, Mark? Just tell us, and we'll keep asking more questions. What do you drive, Mark? Uh, Steve says, by the way, uh, Richard Petty did goodies. but Oh, you know what? Damn, Steve, you are right. It was goodies. Now, so what is the difference between goodies and BC headache powders? In a blind taste test, would you know the difference? I think that would be a good idea for you on the show. No, like, would you know the difference between goodies and BC? I'm a BC man, so I don't know. I forgot about it. They still make goodies? I know they still Probably make BC. So. Mark, you a powder guy? Certainly. <laughs> All right, good. I like my uh, aspirin solid. I don't do the powder. All right. Yeah, never have. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. Mark, are you ready? I'm ready. Is there any particular item you on like your wish list? Oh, should we run them down do you, real quick? Do you want us to run them down for you real quick? I don't think we've wasted enough time. Mark, why don't we just tell you what's left? <laughs> All right, let's go. Real quick, Shirley, you ready? Yep. All right, 12 large pizzas from Domino's of Greenville. Pirate gift basket from UBE. Takeout party for 10 from Parker's Barbecue. $100 gift card from Emporium. $100 gift card from Chico's. Lazy Boy recliner from Bostick Suck Furniture. $100 gift card from ENSM Company. $100 gift card to Fresh Five. $100 gift card to Fleet Feet. Ultimate party package from Sawyer's Fun Park. $200 gift card to Factory Mattress. $140 gift card to Revive Health and Wellness. Gift basket to Naughty Dog Brewing Company. $100 in gift cards to Dap House, Christie's Europub, Sidebar, and Jarvis Street Bottle, Bottle Shop. $100 gift card to Halo. $100 gift card to Bagel Man. $100 gift card to Purple Blossom. Bush Light Neon Sign, Bud Light Cooler, and Beach Chair, and two 15 packs of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. There you go. Those are the prizes. All right. Mark, just full disclosure, you are uh, not the voice of Minji's Coliseum, correct? I'm not the voice of Minji's. Yeah. Oh, I kind of heard it there. Yeah, sounds a little bit. Like I did a hear a it there. Redbeard said Mark sounds like the voice of Minji's Coliseum, which would be Morgan Ailers. Do you have a son and then named Holden? But he did a hashtag rigged. I wanted to say this is not rigged. <laughs> this is not part of the Illuminati of pirate football. Yeah. This is Mark. Mark, you're your own guy. This is You're not Morgan. You're Mark. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. He does say. Now all I can hear is Morgan Ailers. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, can you say first down pirates just to <laughs> Maybe I should have asked so many questions. Wow. Do what? 
I was giving you the first down pirates. Oh, that, no, that doesn't sound. That sounds totally different now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I think Morgan handed the phone to somebody. <laughs> All right. So, uh, All right, Mark, here we go. Let's open it up. Any items particularly that sound good to you? The Carolina Eagles sound really great, but I'm not going to be choosy. All right. All right. Yeah, there neon sign, cooler, chair. The sign would be cool in a man room. Yeah. All right, we're going to open the chest. Open it up. Oh, Shirley. I, was, I thought I was Shirley has it. the kit. Oh, I was getting ready to pick it. Oh, wow. Wait, we got a dummy chest over here? I was you gonna, have a dummy chest. I think we should have it here, and I was going to pick it. Oh, wow. That was uh, the, the real said I was going to do it. Well, somebody needs to understand that the thing has been right, sitting Chandler, right over hand here. It, hand it to me. Let Shirley pick, and then hand it to me, and I'll read oh, it out loud. Jeez. <laughs> Chandler. It's my favorite me. part. Shirley is announcing the prize. She's looking. Oh. This is a teamwork. Shirley has, has the pick is in. The pick is in, and here comes Chandler. Chandler walking Deliver, to the podium. Boo! The Who are we booing? Chandler? Uh, no, not Chandler. The commissioner oh, of. I see what she's doing. The commissioner of the treasure chest is what she's doing. Oh, very good. Very good, Shirley. And All now right. with the fourth pick of the 2021 Pirate Radio treasure chest. Mark Hall receives 12 large pizzas from Domino's of Greenville. Congratulations, Mark. You like pizza? Uh, absolutely. Well, you're going to be eating a lot of it. I appreciate it. Hang the line, hang on the line so we can get your information and uh, we'll get I've already got it. Oh, very good. I'm thank, ahead of you. Thank you, Shirley. Well, Mark, just hang on and listen to the show then. We'll get these uh, to you in the near future, okay? All right, certainly appreciate that. All right, thanks, thanks Mark. Congratulations. Congratulations. Mark Hall with the Domino's Pizza of Greenville. 12 pizzas, 12 large pizzas from Domino's. So you, uh, you could eat a pizza a month for free in 2022. Good stuff. Yeah. That was, uh, that was fun. If you're following the uh, Chad Moore storyline, he can uh, never win on the treasure chest. He called 34 times today. Did he really? And was unable to get in. Oh, man. So. I'm telling you though, his his dedication will pay off. Yeah, one day. It's hard work. It's going to happen. We're doing this uh, every day. It's we're the here. definition of the difference between grit and grind. We learned that today. Grit's on the inside. Grind is external. What that means, I don't know. But hmm, that's what we learned. Never heard today. that before. I like that. Though. Uh Troy. Um, real quick before we go to break, saw that it was your dad's birthday. Happy it, birthday, Lee D. Yeah, uh, we had a big, spectacular celebration. My dad. We need to get my dad on the show before Christmas sometime. I wanted to ask, uh, what uh, did you get yourself for his birthday? Actually, I did get him something. No, what did you get yourself? Oh, I haven't gotten myself anything yet for his birthday. I'm still deciding. Okay. Did uh. you at least think about your dad? <laughs> I did. I did. And I had to drive to Raleigh to go, you know. So. Okay. I mean, because uh, it's all about thoughts and feelings. You remember? Yes, absolutely. I did actually. What I I had a friend give me this suggestion, and I had a couple cool family pictures, so I had them blown up to like I don't know five by sevens or whatever, and then I went and bought frames and had like, these pictures because he doesn't do those. Fo- he doesn't do photos. He's like a guy, you know. He's a guy. He's your he, dad's a guy. He likes pictures, but he never prints any out himself. Yeah. So I printed some out for his place and uh got those for him and then I, I did get him a very cool pirate vibes only <laughs> hoodie limited edition wow a free he loves it. a free shirt 
Oh, because nothing I, look, beats free. He's 82. He has everything he needs and I more. I Usually, I get him nothing. Honestly, this was like a big deal. Like this is a big I, deal. I took time. I'm sure he felt like it was a big deal. Actually, what? Like he loved it. He loved the photographs. It was great. And he didn't look. He just wants to see his grandkids. Yeah, that was, I gave the him gift. the gift of time. That's the best thing you could do. That's it. Bring the grandkids in, let them hang out. We had a wonderful meal. Good. By man. the way, at the Angus Barn, which I saw more people from Greenville at the Angus Barn Saturday night than I do when I'm in Greenville. It was unbelievable how many people I saw there Saturday night. That place is nuts. All right. Not you a sponsor. Been, you ever been there? No, not a sponsor. Angus Barn. No. Oh, yeah, one of these days, we we need to do like a. Um, uh, here's another thing we'll never do. What are we going to do? <laughs> no, it would be fun to do like a um, a team building trip to Angus Barn. Our team is dead. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're going Dutch, I'm sure. <laughs> the last team building thing we did was in Kinston, I think. Yeah, it was like four years that ago. That was so much fun, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we should do that more often. We'll do it. Why not? Do it. Exactly. Right. Don't think about it. <laughs> Let's take a yeah. break. We'll come back. Where's CJ? Uh, you know... Do we have an update? Uh, let's go to break and I'll <laughs> have right. an update for you. We'll have a CJ Johnson yes. update. Hey, we'll have more for you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center of Greenville's new extended care clinic is open Saturdays and Sundays from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. so you can avoid the emergency department for any of your urgent orthopedics care. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Orthopedics East, providing services to Eastern North Carolina and the Pirates nation for more than 35 years now let's head back in to prl here's clip all righty back with you on a monday edition of pirate radio live congratulations to mark hall for winning our latest prize out of the treasure chest 12 large pizzas from domino's of greenville saw steve hill posted on our facebook page he tried to he got through 112 calls today it was busy signals just lost his mojo he said yeah you gotta get in that's and a lot it's that's not even quick or wait it's just it's a lot of luck involved so yeah keep on trying folks you yeah. are gonna do it all all throughout december up until christmas that's right up until our last show still a lot of prizes yeah. left in the treasure chest four winners right now may have to reconnect later with cj okay sounds good you yeah. can always do it later in the week by the way coming up um tuesday on the show troy d we will get to know boston college we'll talk to the voice of the eagles and his name is John, and his last name is M E T E R P A R E L. Meter Peril? Meter Perel? Let me see what it looks like. Meter Peril? I'm a visual guy. Um, so we will learn his last uh, name and about BC coming up on Tuesday. Meta Perel. Meta Perel? Yeah, that's what I'm going with. We're going to go with that for now. Uh, But looking forward to catching up with him, talking uh, some BC football. That'll be good because I feel like I speak for most Pirate fans. I know very little about BC football. They are off the radar. Especially this season. Even Pirate fans that follow the ACC probably don't know a whole lot about BC. Speaking of which, I saw uh, who is Maryland playing in a bowl. 
did you uh you have the bowl list in front of you if only i had the sheet with all the bowls on them let's see maryland they, terpens it's just how crazy the world of uh oh are they college. playing virginia tech yeah i was like why is the acc playing each other in a bowl because yeah. i still think of them don't you still sometimes when you see maryland's logo still think of them as an acc team especially and then ACC. I, forgot, I was like oh that's right they're big 10 i don't think about them because i don't watch their games i don't pay that close attention to them but when i see their logo with virginia tech it brings back acc you know oh that's two acc teams i mean there are people old enough to look at it and say maryland is acc and virginia tech is big east like they don't yeah. even think about virginia tech um yeah so it's maryland vt playing in a baseball stadium uh, yeah. in, in a non-ACC game. Every, when the Big Ten ACC Challenge happens every year in basketball, like last week, and I see Maryland playing Wake Forest or yeah. something. You're like, I this think, is the ACC-ACC Challenge. Yeah, I, had, yeah. I have to remind myself Who's that the they are a Big team. Ten. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, what do you think about the bowl draw? I know you were you were hoping for, like, North Carolina. Yeah, on. I mean, I would have looked. I then went to Virginia I, Tech, and then... Yeah, I would have gone. I would have settled on Tech. It would have been nice to, you know, waffle stomp them on the way out. But, you know... Waffle Stomp? Yeah. Huh. It's a nice way to say beat. Y'all familiar with Waffle Stomp? Yeah, I mean, neither. Is that an original? Or? I heard it over the weekend. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I need to Waffle Stomp that team. <laughs> you heard? Th- that's what he likes to call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Troy D likes to call it. It's like if you step on him hard enough, like it leaves the, it leaves the imprint. waffle from your shoe. Yeah. yeah but you waffles I, or pancakes? Uh, I'm probably, depends who's making the waffle. Okay, let's say the same person's making both. And then it depends who's making the pancakes, because I like my pancakes a little thinner, not so f- thick and fluffy. Uh, All right, let's say I make your waffle or a restaurant makes the pancake. Which like one I, are you going like with? I'm a, I kind of like the Waffle House waffle, you know? It's not so thick. I don't like the Belgian waffles that are so thick. I like the thinner pancakes that aren't as heavy. All right. Sorry, so it really depends. It really depends what type of waffle and pancakes. There's a big variation. I regret asking this, but how do you feel about French toast? <laughs> Oh, you're I, a fan of French I toast. I love French toast. Yeah, especially feel, if CD's grill makes it, right? And you got to get it. And I've got it. I've ordered it like Troy the D last style. two times. And they've done it. And it has been fantastic. And even people I'm with going, how did they do that? How did you get them to do that? I said, you got to order it Troy D style. <laughs> and you get the extra egg with it. It's yeah. fantastic. It's like my mom used to make. It right. is so good. If you get the French toast at CD's grill, you've got to ask the waitress. They'll write it down. And they know what it means in the back. Troy D style. And you won't regret it if you like French toast. Do you but guarantee they That's, know what they, they mean in the bag if I go in there and ask for it Troy D style? I mean, I feel confident that you'll get it the way I get it. All yes. right. I'm going to try yeah. that just to see what yeah, they say. Yeah, I do. Especially if Lawrence is back there or Lawrence's son. Yeah, and usually the, one or both of those guys are the ones back there. All right. They're the ones preparing it, and they're, they're going to be the ones that see it. They absolutely know what that is. Tell Lawrence or his boy that I want these Troy D style. Yeah, That's but you got to order it. it that way. All right. Sounds yeah, good. they can't read your mind. You got to tell them. Got to tell. Let them know. Yeah. Um, right. What were you getting ready to talk about though? Nothing. Oh, I had something to mention. I can't remember. Bowl game. Yeah, it was something bowl game. Oh, you were asking what I thought. That's okay. I, I like the matchup because I think we could. You know, Boston College is not a world beater. You know, I, I don't care who we play as long as we can win. They're not even much of a country beater or a state beater. <laughs> county. They, beater? they might could win a county or yeah. a city. <laughs> or a municipality how are they doing just in boston yeah i mean well they did beat massachusetts yeah so they are state champions i i look if ecu can come out of the and bowl wins have been tough to come by in the history of this program yeah. we've been to a lot of bowl games yeah. but if you look how many victoria our bowl record is not stellar yeah so this would be a big deal to go and win a bowl game and as i said springboarding the next season 
as you really begin the year with NC State's bowl game. So they went. Wait, East Carolina. Did you see what I did there? Yes. That's a good one, Billy Weaver. <laughs> NC State's bowl game. Because we opened up with Appalachian State's bowl game <laughs> sure. this year, according right. to Billy Weaver. We did. So the Pirates won the Hawaii Bowl 2007. Yeah. And then they won the their next bowl in 13. That was in St. Pete. Yeah. Tampa. I remember Bryce Williams and I doing something where we had like ECU winning a bowl game every seven years, but the math doesn't work out on it now. So, uh, but yeah, they can win one now in 2021 against BC. And you're right. That's, that would be three bowl wins in a span of like 14 years, which yeah. is not a lot of success. The Pirates have been to a bowl games in between those, but have not come out victorious. We looked for your BC commercial so we could play the jingle <sighs> compared to your. Nobody, we could not find it online, which but, is amazing to me. Like everything usually is on YouTube or online, and they have a thousand different BC headache powder commercials. Yeah, we're overstating it. We found three or four. It seemed like they had a ton, like from the eighties nah, and stuff. They had a few. Uh, is it called the Mandela effect, where you believe something happened that didn't actually happen maybe that way? Maybe you're thinking of a different jingle. I think I'm right on this though. Can anybody out there confirm? How does it go again? Let there me hear was it one a BC more time. powder commercial that went. BC powder, it's the powder, the power of BC. That does bring back a memory. There's something out there, there too. Yes, that. it's the out power there. of BC. The power of BC. Although Goody says they're the number one headache powder of the South. Goodies, you know what and goodies? They, and they are backed by Richard Petty. Hey, goodies, go fly a kite. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> Kenny says yes. So well, that's. I don't know. It's going to have been ages ago when he said yes. Kenny is confirming and that this is a commercial that I remember from back in the day. That's it. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, it's that's a it. different speed. But it's, it was from 1995. You're going to tell her no. That's it. That was it. It was just a bad recording of it, but that's yeah. it. But Play- that's not... Okay, so that's confirmed. probably a bad recording. No, no, no. Yeah, because the beginning of it... Listen. Yeah. But there's another one where they do it in more of a, like, upbeat. a upbeat. But yes, that confirms that they did have that jingle, and they used it in multiple ways. Yeah. All I right. like your version better. <laughs> Can we hear it again? Uh, If BC would like to hire me as their new spokesperson slash singer, I am available. I hope we shut them down like a headache. (laughs) Shut who down? BC. Oh, Boston College. (laughs) I was confused. Now we're back to football again. All right. um, We've got a few minutes left here, Troy D. So what were the other big – oh, coaching carousel. Oh, yeah. So Chandler... Chandler have some old coaching carousel. <laughs> well, <laughs> did, you, did you hear LSU hire somebody? He broke me some news that was kind of old. And then... Uh, Chandler yeah. wants to talk about his family. His family. His family. Uh, so where do you stand on Brian Kelly? Did Was I, it a mechanical malfunction or did he get a southern accent? I, I think he just like kind of went crazy down there and... I don't think it was intentional. I think it was almost a subliminal, let me appeal to this new fan base. I don't think he's like, hey, I'm going to try and have a southern accent. I really think, now obviously it's different than how he normally speaks. The guy's from up north and has a northern accent. But I think in his mind, like the back of his mind, it just kind of went haywire on him. 
but he's got he's gotten so much grief nationally over this guys it's got you know i don't think he'll do that again family it was quite common. And Rome when he puts the whole banjo oh, that was the awesome. yeah. <laughs> and the Bo and Luke Duke uh, horn to it. <laughs> that was a cow in the background. Oh my God. Going on. It is absolutely gold. All right, so Miami left their coach uh, to borrow a line from chairman of the board dangling on a string. Good Lord. While they were out there looking at... Uh, God, they did mayonnaise. Di- what is it? Yeah. Uh, Diaz? Uh, you call Manny- mayonnaise? <laughs> mayonnaise Diaz? <laughs> mayonnaise Diaz, wrong! Hey, Brian Kelly, relax. <laughs> <laughs> that boy's name's Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Manny Diaz, who, by the way, Troy, is this karma, uh, signed up to be Temple's head coach for 13 That's days. Right. That's right, a week. Yeah, and then exactly. bolted for Miami. Yeah. So, I don't know. But anyway, they were doing a search while they had a coach under it contract. It was weird. Uh, yeah. And they brought in Mario Cristobal from Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, who is now, it's official, he is their head coach. So, yeah. that is a weird deal down at the U as they're trying to to get things back Weird, right wild stuff yeah chandler thank you for coming in appreciate it bud yeah, yeah no we're out of time good report <laughs> <laughs> i was going to report that well we're out of time now so. <laughs> do you have anything for us no i was going to share some uh, an update oh, on all right share your breaking oh, news stop stop the press what's your breaking news chandler brent vittables to oklahoma <laughs> all right there it is <laughs> It has happened, folks. Thank you, Chandler, for that. Chandler has confirmed. Yeah. We just want to say other places have reported it, but we have just confirmed yeah. that will be the case. Brent Venables. What did Glenn call him? Burnt Vegetables? If you can't remember his exact name, just go Burnt Vegetables. Is the new coach at Oklahoma. So did you see go. the meme uh, about USC and Lincoln Riley? I did not. Oh, I'll have to show it to you. We can do it off the air. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody can see it. I was going to say it, but it may be too inappropriate for on air. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep it off the air. Probably. So. All right. Then. See, you're yeah. my voice of reason clip. I yeah. like that. All right. Uh, Troy Diggs, so Good we'll see, see you uh, Thursday. Thursday at 5 with Touchdown Tony Collins will join us for the party. Wait a minute. The guy that was on the Steve Harvey show? Yes. How about that? Yeah. Steve Har- Tony's like getting famous. That was a good segment. That was good. I almost cried when I saw it. I love that cami. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about it. So yeah, Tony was on Steve Harvey. We'll talk about it with him Thursday. Shirley, CJ, good stuff, buddy. Good job. Chandler, great coaching over there. We did have one CJ show up. <laughs> I said CJ would be here. I yeah. was right. It was just our new employee. Been here the whole time. It's yeah. <laughs> not the one people thought. Uh, I hope you're not the one lining up at receiver in the bowl game. Well, earlier y'all were like, where did C- oh, uh, where's CJ at? And we both were like, <laughs> I take that as a challenge. Line me up now. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.